one just gets picked up and thrown against the wall. And then down from all the walls, it seems like these undead ghosts are ripping themselves out, and they're just going at these preach, uh, these beings. I'm the law. And you feel your shadow I'm, is increased I'm, as muscles and bones I'm. crack. And you grab her by the back of the hair, tilt her uh, neck back, and then you slash. And the ghost that you do see, uh, the agent, he screams out another bit. He's like, okay! And he suddenly gets a boost of energy. Oh, just your best chance of dealing with this bird is to have me do This thing is still out there. We need to find it. Somehow. Kill it, more or less. Hey everybody, this is Billy, and we're here to try a one-shot episode, or maybe more, who knows if this turns out well, of Unhallowed Metropolis. Woo! <laughs> and before we... <laughs> Excuse me, Seth. Uh, before we begin... Well, actually, we're just going to start beginning. Uh, we're not going to do the introductions. You'll meet the characters as we go along. The scene starts with a 50 years uh, before, if this was a television screen. It would be dark... Slowly but surely, uh, the camera is moving through the streets of London until it gets to a grate where it goes down into the sewers. Throughout the sewers, you see, uh, you know, shadows of animates. You see squirreling, uh, you know, squirreling away uh, ghouls. The occasional person running away in fear as, well, whatever is down there is down there. And just keeps on going deeper and deeper and deeper until finally... I'm going to try to start this again. Music, that's your cue. Cue! It's your cue. One job, iPad. <laughs> In the deep recesses of the unhallowed metropolis, music is sounding from somewhere. The camera slowly moves down that uh, corridor, that old bricked-up and half-collapsed tunnel that once was the London rails when it was below. And finally, you get to a door that's kind of looked like it's been made by plaques of wood, and it's pushed open softly by a transparent hand. And slowly but surely, you see candles, skulls, and a table, and there's a dinner party taking place. Well, it looks like it's actually kind of a grisly murder. That dinner party is perfectly placed. I mean, the tablecloth, there's candlesticks, there's... There's uh, a dead pig in the middle, not cooked yet, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And all around it are corpses, dressed fancily, quite fanciful. They, uh, nice thrown-away scarves, dresses, top hats with holes in them. And for now, if one was watching this, it's a little loud. One of the corpses begins the move. Reaches out, he takes his glass as he raises it towards the table. Go ahead and talk if you would like to. And describe your character. Describe what you look like. Well, just like you said, uh, corpse. Uh, he's tall, thin, cadaverously white. Um, then there's, you know, his eyes are dark and sunken. And uh, perhaps the most disturbing thing about him is his smile. He's basically, he looks as if he's. In the in the throes of rigor mortis, it's like, I mean, you know, he, he actually moves pretty well, but his lips have elongated back, basically giving him sort of a grisly corpse smile, which is just there constantly. 
and uh, pretty much marks him as, you know, not right. Um, but normally when he, if he was around anybody that wasn't dead, well, he might be covering that up. Uh, but instead he's just lifting up his, uh, his wine glass. And thank you all for coming very, very much. And of course they do not say anything. They're just laying back in their seats, just dead, because these are just corpses. But it's a Tuesday, and it's really important to you to keep tradition, you found. Yes. And your music continues playing as you, you know, start giving a speech about whatever. And suddenly that ghostly image that pushed open the door goes over to you and whispers in your ear, They're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. They're coming. Well, who's coming? Everybody who was supposed to be here is already here. Another ghost swoops in from there, just kind of, it almost looks more like a pixie in your, you know, just a globe and just whispers in your air. And suddenly in your sight you see the image of several, like, it looks like undertakers. And you've dealt with one or two of them, but these are heavily modified death, death watch undertakers. And you see a man, of course, in the back walking uh, with a uh, suit, baller cap, and he's just following as they are storming through clearly making their way towards your encampment. Well, that's not good at all. I need to gate crashes. Uh, all right, very, very well. Call everybody together. Get, you know, basically, he starts sort of uh, sending out this, that one uh, medium power that sort of like calls. Uh, yeah, you, you hold up your hand and you start whispering. And only, you know, if anybody else was there, it almost seemed like a whisper, but it yeah. scratches at someone's head. If it would be, you feel like something that you're trying to hear to, but you don't understand. It's white noise to you, but all around you, ghosts are being summoned up. It goes to those men walking through the sewers. The Death Watcher looking around, kind of worried. They're mumbling about, like, ghouls that they've taken down animates, and suddenly one just gets picked up and thrown against the wall. And then down from all the walls, it seems like these undead ghosts are ripping themselves out, and they're just going at these preach, uh, these beings, throwing them against walls. And you're just, of course, sitting in your place, watching this go down, through the vision of a ghost, almost. And it seems appropriate, like, that it has it handled. But suddenly behind you in the wall, you hear, BOOM! BOOM! That's not good. You turn around and there's two claw, like iron claws, and suddenly it gets pulled back, and it, you suddenly get blinded by a blinding, uh, by a light, a spotlight that has been placed there, and it looks like they just pulled the walls back using like almost like a bulldozer of which, and suddenly you are surrounded by twenty Death Watch, just aiming at you. I don't remember sending invitations out to any of you. <laughs> And that's where we ended. <laughs> it goes quickly, you know, through the time, you know, your those candlesticks slowly melt away as time elapses. You get pulled off, you know, into wherever they take you. And it goes to 45 years in the future. David, mm-hmm. describe what your character looks like. Right now it's midnight near the docks by the Thames River. You're hiding behind some crates of a warehouse that you know is trying to shut down an illegal uh, reanimator's lab. They're trying to get everything out before, well, the cops come. Okay. You got there early. Describe what you look like. Reginald is, uh, unfortunately for radio, extremely nondescript. Um, if there was a, if there was a, uh, if there was a baseline for the facial structures of a British gentleman, then he would be the, the ideal. He would be the he would, he would be 
as basic and as uh, without uh, without notable qualities as humanly possible. Um, uh, it's been it's been said that you can uh, never really understand, uh, never really know if Re- Reginald is going to approach you or apprehend you because you're being apprehended by John Q. Public. He is um, he is without discerning qualities whatsoever. Uh, he's pale and f- male, with uh, some nice but not entirely too nice facial hair, a mustache, and a small beard. Not too long. Which is right now covered up by your uh, breath mask. Yep, from but the... with my with my rebreather. Uh, he has soft blue eyes, but depending on the light, could be green, more of a hazel. Though some people have said brown, absolutely brown. And then another person said, "Sorry, who are we talking about?" Uh, and he is—he uh, should be shivering in the night air, but he is crouched behind the wooden crate, listening to the ruffians behind him. Uh, Unload all of the equipment into a waiting uh, carriage, and, and you know that and you've already put in the call for uh, Scotland Yard to show up. Mm-hmm. You, 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 they know they're supposed to. You got there early. Mm-hmm. You've discovered this, mm-hmm. and what they pretty much told you through the airwaves, the radio, is do not approach. We'll get there. The camera is very much uh, pulled in on Reginald's face, and he's uh, looking straight ahead with this bored relaxed expression as the camera slowly pans back towards the towards the brick wall. Reginald checks his watch and then looks over to his left and there's an establishing shot of him sitting next to an unconscious man with a bowler hat <laughs> just slumped over and says, I don't think they're going to be here in time. You hear, what do you think? No, the man doesn't say. He, uh, <laughs> he moans uh, under his uh, mask. So that's why I never come to the docks. Terrible conversation. Let go of me, please, 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 let me go to my kids, please. I just want. And then suddenly, you see as a woman's being dragged, clearly drugged in some mm-hmm. way, uh, in a in a patient's garb. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy reach behind her, hits her with a, the back of a blackjack. Mm-hmm. She just goes unconscious, and they, you see her. Lo- they're loading her up into this carriage. If anyone asks, I found this on you, and I drop some opium on the unconscious body <laughs> and stand up. You there. You there? Stop what you're doing. Uh, two of the men uh, stop, and immediately they turn towards you. Uh, one reaches down for his gun, but doesn't pull it yet, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of, you know... BAM! Oh, you, just, yeah, you yeah. pull out a gun and just fire it. Yeah, Reginald is, Reginald is fast as lightning, and he just... As the man reaches for his gun and looks at his friend, he just drops with a, with a thud, and Reginald's standing there with the smoking gun. He reached for the gun, you saw it. You, the one to tell the tale. To the rest of the police. Hands on the ground. The guy, you know, slowly nods his head, and he start, he's slowly, he's starting to get towards uh, the ground, and suddenly he grabs the woman that he's been holding and holds her up like a human shield and throws her towards you. <laughs> he is going to get a chance. I'm just going to... Yeah. He actually jumps out of the way, but you don't hit the woman, of course, because you're an expert. He mm-hmm. nicks off the carriage... And the woman just collapses on the ground uh, a couple yards away from you as you're firing. Jittle just steps over her. Like, she's, like he just threw a mannequin. Uh, suddenly out through the window, somebody comes crashing, and mm-hmm. jumping right onto your back, giving mm-hmm. you into a bear hug, trying to hold you okay. down. Uh, what does Reginald do? Yes, we're not rolling for this. This is for cinematic effects only, mm-hmm. people. Uh, he's like, you know, you get picked up. This man has he to be twice your... Yeah. This, is is your tw- this guy has to be twice as big as you. Okay. Like, you know, big, burly guy. I got him! He says as he lifts you up, trying to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. do something. He's going to probably throw you down or something. 
Okay, uh, he gets a uh, he gets a very expensive but not well maintained rubber heel to the gonads. Oh yeah, you bend your foot down, yeah. nail the guy. The guy drops you immediately and falls to his knees. Mm-hmm. And he looks up and his hands have been handcuffed to uh, the carriage the, wheel. Yeah, to the carriage wheel. Uh, suddenly, uh, two guy, uh, the guy that ran around the carriage, he mm-hmm. rounds again, he has his gun out, and he's going to try to take a shot at you. He fires, you feel the bullet whiz, uh, blows your uh, bowler hat off, mm-hmm. uh, just a little too wide. And mm-hmm. uh, he's going to try to fire again, unless... Uh, yeah, no, he gets Reginald, uh, Reginald looking at the carriage and sizing up the carriage with a somewhat interested glare, casually takes his gun and shoots the man in the leg. Yeah, the man screams out in pain as he falls down, uh, drops his gun, you know, in a comical fashion, mm. bounces around the floorboards before falling through uh, into the water. And inside you see the woman uh, is unconscious. There's a, a lot of chemicals around. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the authority placed in me, by her queen, the majesty, you are under arrest, etc., etc. Why do I feel like you've heard this before? Um, you see one, the guy that you've just shot in the... Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's trying to crawl away towards the shadows. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, Reginald uh, walks over and grabs the wounded leg and yanks him towards the towards the carriage. Uh, oh yeah, you're you're pulling along and he's like, "No, get off me!" Get! And suddenly you feel a jab as a syringe as he like jerks around. And he has like three syringes mm-hmm. and just just hits you right in the hand, like almost like he's not even thinking. God, and you're angry. Are you bloody insane! Do you you're know really what I am? Angry. I'm. The goddamn coppers. I'm the law. And you suddenly, your shadow is increased as muscles and bones crack. And suddenly, there's a scream, a gunfire through the night. And suddenly, the carriage that was once there uh, is thrown against Mm -hmm. the wall. And you hear a, a, a large bellow of anger. Present day. It's actually known as the dark side, uh, one of the dark days. Well, how long has it been? Because it was 45 years ago. What's how long? 50 years ago. Uh, this was 45 years ago. Uh, this was five years ago. And this is the present okay. day. Angela. It is known as the dark day, though you wouldn't know anything about it. Right now, to you, it's just dark. You are walking through the dark day and kind of, kind of, seeing as people rustle uh, by you quickly. Only a few people are out during the dark days because that's where the vampires come out to feed uh, freely. But you're just kind of walking, breathing in the night air, no mask, not really anything. Your hair's behind you, your body's bare of mostly everything. And as you're approaching, like, you know, you see you see light ahead of you from, well, something, an intersection. You know it's called an intersection because one of the words that you pass it intersection this way. You see a light and a post there, and you walk towards it and you stop, and suddenly uh, behind you, you're like, excuse me, miss, excuse me. And as you turn around, you see a Bobby there. Two of them, actually. And uh, one's a woman, and and the other one is a very thin, frail-looking man, and he's like, why the Krypus? He reaches for his gun and he aims it immediately at you. You don't even know what it is. He's just, he seems weird. I I think she's a goat. Look, she's, she's not without a ventilation system. She's gone wacky. The woman, uh, you know, she quickly, you know, she puts a hand on the guy's gun. She's like, hold on. Uh, excuse me, miss. Miss, are you, are you all right? I think so. 
She uh, raises a lantern slowly to get a better look at you, uh, trying to cut through some of that deep fog that's all around you. And as it builds up, the camera moves up your body. Uh, you have flawless skin until it gets to your stomach. No belly button. And she stops and she's like, that's peculiar. And as she looks up towards you, you suddenly slide what looks like a stick for a second from your hand. And you grab her by the back of the hair, tilt her uh, neck back, and then you slash. The marker runs along her throat, and then and as soon as you drop her, she's more surprised thinking that you just killed her, but seeing that it's just a marker. Uh, you hear a gun go by as a bullet whizzes by your head, and suddenly you're on top of the other man, and you're just slicing into him with your marker. Just kind of dotting his forehead, cutting, like, placing X's on his eyes, and suddenly you feel, BAM! The back of your head is hit with a belly club of some sort in unconsciousness. And as you slowly sink to sleep, you whisper, Hello, boss. So David. that was a fun game. Yeah. I had a good time. I had a good time. Thank you. David? <laughs> You're Hi, called nice in. Hi, everybody. <laughs> David, it's been four or five years since that incident at the dock, and of course you are no longer with the police uh, mm -hmm. after the incident. Mm -hmm. um, actually, it's reported that you're dead mm -hmm. uh, on most accounts, uh, but as you walk into the nondescript library... Uh, which is always under renovation. You are greeted with the typical guards, the outer guards, the bobbies that are supposed to keep this place locked down. And then as you go further, you meet the uh, MI6 bobbies to make sure that you're supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. You go through them, and then it's actually just the MI6 agents who, well, pulled the wrong straw, uh, pulled the short end of the straw, and they're kind of on guard duty. Oh, good. And, uh, you know, as you walk by, you see one of them just, like, looks from his newspaper and raises his pipe towards you. Uh, what's your name, Reginald? Uh, but because Reginald Hopper was my name, they just call me Hopper now. Hopper! Cheer up, boys. You're doing a fantastic job. I uh, mean, if somebody caught with the, uh, someone caught with the captain's daughter like that should be probably lugging ice somewhere in the Antarctic. So I suppose guard duty is uh, somewhat more preferable, wouldn't you say? It's not my fault she likes two men, sir. Yeah, they kind of nod towards each other, and uh, uh, then the other one says, uh, Gabriel's looking for you. Oh, thank you very much, and uh, careful with that chatter. Don't want to end up in the petty dreadfuls, do you? <laughs> you walk through it, and of course... <laughs> <laughs> you're not that violent yet. Uh, you walk into uh, the room, you know, very plush and wonderful and filled mm -hmm. with books and uh, leather chairs, and mm -hmm. it almost looks like an old smokers club, like old smokers man's club. A lot of men, but a few women walking around with, you know, corsets and nice gowns on. Mm -hmm. And as you approach the stairs, you see Gabriel, mm -hmm. uh, the head of MI6. Okay. Very elderly man, almost probably a man of 250 years old. Wow. Okay. He's, been, he's used the anti-aging. Oh. He's been, so yeah. you're not, you're you're being literal. He's like 250. He is 250 years old. That's what you suspect. Uh, except because he's our boss, we say he's 250 years young. High turnover rate in MI6, I guess. Uh, he's looking through a file and just shakes his head. He's like, that's not very good at all. Thank you, Barbara. And Barbara nods her head. She walks off and he uh, turns away towards you and he's like, ah, Hoppa, thank goodness you're here. We have a murderer on the loose. Here, in London. Do go on. MI6 does not deal with the petty crime. As you know, this one was brought to our attention. He sets it down. Mm -hmm. This is Lady uh, Lady Bushka. 
She is a half-rate medium that went psychotic and killed her children, her husband, until she found another medium. Uh, this one was uh, Peter McCurphy. Uh, McCurphy. And uh, suddenly she falls down to the ground, according to witnesses, screams out for help, and Peter McCurphy kills her. Peter McCurphy being, of course, a medium uh, of some recognition, uh, though some call him a charlatan. And, of course, we uh, after we got this, that there was a medium going nuts, we sent two MI6 agents after him. Uh, you would know uh, Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters, one of the new guys. He's mm-hmm. a telepath. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Megan Janes. She is one of our mediums. We thought that maybe there was a possession going on, uh, and we were worried. Uh, these are the bodies of uh, Peter and the uh, Thomas. Uh, according to our eyewitness account... Uh, the man fell to his knees, screamed out for help, and Megan killed him. And then ran off. We have lost contact with her. So it seems that anyone who's sensitive to the other side has been compelled to kill people, I say. Uh, we've definitely learned not to uh, send mediums in order. Though we are, we are curious about uh, some questions, so we are going to actually send you uh, to two places. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been to mostly every part of this uh, secret club, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen the upstairs, you've seen the attic. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about what's in the attic. You've the attic doesn't exist. Of course, the attic doesn't exist. Uh, but you've never been down to the basement, like the sub-basement. There's the basement you've been down to. I mean, that's where the gym is. But, <laughs> but the sub-basement. That's the basement. There's the secret basement. So the sub-secret basement. The secret sub-secret basement. And under that is the movie theater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the god-awful people we keep in the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor bastards. He actually, uh, he reaches in and he pulls out a, a necklace, uh, a key, and he hands it to you. And he's like, we have one option. Uh, we believe if this is an entity uh, influencing people, mediums, of course, we might have an option of someone who specializes in ghosts to uh, come along with you and assist you with uh, uh, with ghosts. Sounds like a wonderful chap or lady of some such. And he looks. Uh, Reg Hopper looks around the the room, assuming he's talking about one of the smoking men or ladies. Uh, which one is it? Is it um, is it Wilhelm over there? Good chap uh, for a crowd. So is it? Um, is it uh, the sub basement, Mister? Papa, <laughs> uh, you will be. Yes, you will need uh, to go there. I, I will go with you. Uh, shall we? Yes, so okay. we shall. We will pick this man up. He will follow along with you. He will be in his charge. Do not, under any circumstances, kill him. This just seems really awesome. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's not like you're like a. Like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Can I kill you? No matter what he says, no matter how much he begs, mm. you will not put him out of his misery. Imagine all the all the, the men and women who are reading newspapers and smoking pipes have actually stopped looking over their newspapers and are staring at this conversation. Hopper takes a stern look over his shoulder and everyone goes... <coughs> Gabriel catches the stairs as well, pats you on the back and he's leading you to the basement, uh, to the elevator in the basement. Of course, there are the M6 uh, guards as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, these weren't caught with the, the daughter, so mm-hmm. they're just there. It's a respectable job. This elevator is important. <laughs> and uh, you guys get in it. He closes the chain, uh, the, the mm-hmm. linked uh, gate, mm-hmm. pulls the lever and slowly you begin descending. 
And as you descend, you start hearing the sound of music playing in the distance. Mm. I must warn you. Mm. I must warn you, uh, Hopper, that uh, this man is... He... He will cause a panic if he's not covered at each time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I need you not to... Um... Can I have your gun? Of course, of course. Um, yeah, he uh, takes his gun. Careful, it's loaded. He, <laughs> <laughs> he puts it in his uh, vest. Mm-hmm. Nods his He's like, we shouldn't have any trouble then. And suddenly the doors open in front of you. Okay. And you always assumed the basement was probably filled with multiple rooms. Mm-hmm. But this is not. It is literally, you step out, Mm -hmm. there's a glass window in front of you, there's a door to the side, and inside this glass window is a room filled with incredibly fancy uh, furniture. Mm -hmm. Fancy furniture, there's portraits on the walls, there are bookshelves, and the place is covered with cats. Cats on the furniture, cats on the bookshelves, all meowing, all just doing their business. And suddenly... As the crescendo starts in the opera that's playing, a man steps out from what you might, from a side room, probably, mm-hmm. and he's in a fine leather, a fine silk robe, and uh, he has kind of like five dishes of like cat food. So yeah, absolutely. As he wa- the man walks out with a silver, ro- uh, like a, a red, finally a silk robe. He's mm-hmm. carrying several <laughs> dishes of cat food, and of course the music is starting up. And the man is... Are you singing along with this? He doesn't have much of a singing... The cats all get up and they're, just, they're, they're attacking him. And it's... There's a cloud of cats. There's cats that come out of like just the woodwork. You thought there was probably like seven cats, but there's like 20 in there. And he is setting it all down, kind of dancing along as he's putting down these, uh, these dishes of cat food, and it's a corpse. No, it's not a corpse. This is a fucking animate. I say, <clears throat> sir, is this some sort of extremely psychologically damaging joke? I'm afraid not. Uh, what's your name again? What's your real name? Charles. Uh, uh, no, oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, as, you know, you're singing along, he reaches and he presses the button, and the button uh, and the, the needle on your record machine raises, and it stops the music, and of course, you, you know, you turn towards the Maybe window. Well, now, I've been good all year. Gabriel! It's, it's Gabriel. Oh, hello? Gabriel was the man that was behind all those Death Watch so many years ago, and he comes down to visit every once in a while, but the, the rule is... That's only for work. You, he, he leaves you completely alone. The, if, if you're going to help him whenever there's an instance of... Well, they mostly just use you just to research. But there's no more evasive re- uh, you know, prodding. But occasionally they'll use you for medium work. Gabriel, oh. it's, it's Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel. Uh, how's everybody? How, how, how the old gang? Oh, you know, the ones that... Uh... Dead, mostly. Yes, well, <laughs> I notice they, uh, they come down, they visit sometimes. Please don't say that. We, we put plenty of wards up in here just to keep that. Are the ghosts slipping by still? Well, perhaps they are, perhaps they aren't. All I know is my boys here have been, they've been complaining a bit about the quality of the food. So maybe if they were a little bit happier, I might be a little bit more cooperative. Gabriel, we will talk about this, but there is a food shortage and we're not going to waste good meal on kits. 
in cats. Oh, I'm sorry, how rude of me. Uh, this is uh, Detective Hopper. He is a MI6 agent. Uh, I was hoping that he could be your handler for a time and you would be interested in helping us with a case. Maybe come in. Uh, if you must, if you must, come, come, come. Open the door. All right, so he goes to his side of the door and he unlocks it, but on your side of the door is an equally yeah. chained lock as well. It's kind of a nuclear turn your keys both at the same time thing. Right. So this would this would basically ensure that if M- MI6 is raided, that the raiding party couldn't even get into this guy? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he has to let them in. The, he has to let them in. So it's kind of a Who's group, so. protecting who in this situation? <laughs> Everybody. So yeah, he goes to his key, puts it in the lock. Uh, he walks in, digs his own key out of a, where it's a, around a chain around his neck. And steps back. Picks up the nearest cat. Like, the door suddenly like hisses open and opens up, and you could just smell decom- like decomposition. It's 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 and horrible. Cat and cat food, a decomposition and cat food. The cats don't seem to mind. Uh, and uh, uh, Gabriel walks in and nods his head. He's like, uh, "This is um, Gabriel <coughs> Watts." Uh, though some people have come to call him Mister Smiley. It's uh, your choice, of course. Uh, we are afraid that. Um, a couple of years ago, we we talked hypothetically about powerful entities coming around, and you brought up how ghosts are built on by memory. Those that are held, they can either be held here by their own will, or if they are brought on by the collective consciousness of people. And of course, we brought up some figures such as, uh, you know, Jonathan Holmes, the telepathic killer, uh, Miss Murray, the, 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 the shop murderer, and then we also talked about Jack the Ripper. And you said that since it's unable to get the, the society from talking about his legacy, we worry that perhaps one day his ghost could be brought back and summoned. Yes. Precisely so. Precisely. As he's been like pointing out the names of the, uh, the serial killers, the uh, Mr. Smiley has been uh, looking over... What's the guy's name? The original? The, uh, Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. He's been uh, kind of uh, glancing over at Hopper with his uh, dead eyes and ever so casually pointing to one of the cats as each name, like, Jack. Wow. Holmes, okay. Holmes, Murray, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You probably don't want to know what the, what the rest of the guys are named. Yeah. Um, Hitler. <laughs> we have about one day until this goes public. The Times have been uh, very fortunate in order to give us uh, a letter that they received. We are getting confirmation from the other newspapers to see if they received it as well, but we haven't heard back from them. We got a letter after the murder of the mediums. Uh, and uh, if you would like to uh, see it, he gives you an, basically what the letter starts off as, Hello, boss. I'm back. And it goes on talking about the uh, dissection of mediums and how uh, it was his playground and how he looked forward to returning his legacy uh, to this fun-filled city. Signed, Jack. Hmm. Well, looks like uh, theory and reality have met once again. Yes. I suppose you want my help finding him. We actually need more than just your expertise on this matter. Like I said, Mr. Hopper will be taking you outside into the world. Outside? Yeah, outside, because we require you to go to the crime scenes. And another place, but we'll get to that later. We need you to actually see if you can contact the spirits of those killed. The mediums that we have sent out have... Well, whenever they get in yeah, contact with this entity, they, they go bonkers. Mm. Or possessed. 
which would be bad. Hopefully with your undead state, that would not be the case. I, I do apologize. Your, your current condition. Right. Well, one way to test that theory as well is it calls the letter. So you will, of course, be providing uh, transportation for, uh, for my children here, Of right? course not. We know the deals. When you have to go outside, we keep the children as leverage. If you kill them, we will have to exterminate them as well as a cost-cutting measure. I've been hoping you'd gotten more feeble in your old age, but still as strong as ever. All right, but however, until you return, they will be treated quite well. We'll work on getting them better meat. I should hope so. And then he turns over and gives him the, uh, that green, like, prickly back to, you know, ear to ear. Well, uh, lock the door, run the way out. He slaps you on the shoulder, and he's just <laughs> walking away and goes up to the... Oh, and then he turns, he's like, by the way, um, before you go, pick up a Jane Doe at the... Uh, Precinct uh, at, at the precinct, and he gives you a number. Yeah. Uh, here's her file. Here's the file. On thank that. you. And thank he you, sir. Thank and you, sir. He walks away. Uh, sir. Yes. The issue of my sidearm. Oh, of course. He takes off his. Take the gun and sets it down on the file yep. next to the elevator. Thank you. Good day, sir. Please uh, give me keep me in contact, and uh, we like I said, we have one day until the Times uh, Princess article, along with all the. Other newspapers. Of course, sure. of course. And so then he goes, and the the door closes, leaving you guys. I'm already Gabriel's already walking away, starting to doff his robe as he walks into another room. No, <laughs> I must change into my traveling clothes. Down my keen detective eyes. <laughs> Children do watch him. He seems shifty. <laughs> All the cats just sit down and look. They at They do. Him. It's incredibly scary. And yeah, especially knowing they're all named after spirits. They're not. They don't all meow, but every one meows every like every, one meows, and when you look towards it, the other one meows, and you look towards it, another it's a one meows. Exactly. But after yeah, you you have your so, yeah, so yeah, it takes a few minutes, and then I'm all out. Like, there's a spectacleless capacity, and actually wearing a mask to hide that ghastly grin. Mm-hmm. And you do see his face, but this looks like he has a horrible skin condition, because uh, you you know the top of your eyes. Your eyes look like you're you look like you look sick, yeah, but not animate yet. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Do you have all of your accoutrements? I am all of my accoutrements now. Shall we? Uh, we apparently shall. And we're going to the precinct. As you guys, you yeah, of course you grab the uh, a carriage on your way there, and as you're reading the file. Uh, it's more of an oddity. Basically, uh, when they brought the corpse in of the uh, men that were killed, those two men, uh, the, uh, the telepath that was uh, an MI6 agent, and of course that me- uh, the con artist medium, uh, Thomas, I think, and Peter. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Peters and the and uh, uh, M. James was the medium that was killed. Missing no, 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 action. she was missing. <laughs> missing in action. The, but she killed. Peter McCurphy, yes. Yes, yeah, and the other telepath, and the other agent that was with her, Thomas. Oh, she killed Thomas? Yeah. Oh, she's been very busy. busy. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, there's a two-for-one deal. Basically, <laughs> what, what happened was... Black Friday? Yeah. Basically, what happened was, one of the officers that was on the scene of the crime reported that the, the, the cuts to the man's throat and then to the other one's eyes and of course to his chest matched perfectly with a James Doe attack on them with a marker. Oh. And uh, they were wondering and of course they you, you see the, the report of uh, she's disturbing people. Like they, they feel that she might be an Amarath which is a uh, 
a created being, a... Yeah, kind of just like someone who's grown in a vat. Because they also guess that because she has no belly button. They're keeping her in a padded cell, uh, locked away, uh, waiting for uh, the government to respond, and you are the response. And seeing that, oh, might, good. Be, and seeing that it might be linked because of the, uh, the, the, the marker attack. Mm-hmm. This was on your way to the, uh, the domain. Oh, good. Uh, fantastic. All right. So yeah, no, gonna go to the go to the precinct because why not? Okay. Because when you work for the government, you work with corpses and criminals. (laughs) Apparently, welcome to Britain. I can't imagine how they do things in America. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) But an Irish dump here is not looking so fucking bad now. As you're looking out the window, you see uh, the dark day has been lifted. Lifted a couple days ago, and all around you is. People minding their own business, walking around, disgusting, breathing, living people. <laughs> you know, he, he adjusts his cap to keep the light out of his eyes. You know, he's not a fan of uh, daylight, even as little as filters down through the usual London smog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's otherwise you know fairly quiet and just looking distastefully. He, he likes his. He doesn't like all these people and these crowds. There's a reason he. Lived uh, underground. He actually prefers his solitude. So, oh, wait. the uh, uh, you guys stop at about any, uh, if you have no other further conversation. Uh, precinct. The, you guys get to the precinct very easily. It's a stone, co- a cobblestone uh, path leading up to it. Uh, kind of a nice part of town. Kind of in uh, more South London where the industrialists live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it does. It's not as perfect and pretty as, of course, the uh, west side is. But it is still, uh, they have some money behind it. So the precinct is right in front of you, and you, the carriage stops. Okay. Hop out, and um, uh, motion for Watts to get out with me. I do. And uh, tell the driver of the handsome, wait here, if we're not back within the hour, then uh, take your fee and go find another fan. Right, sir, says a 13-year-old boy. I don't support child labor. (laughs) I vote with my gun. Okay. I'm an American detective. So you're walking walking straight uh, to the precinct. I walked right in, and of course it's just filled with... It's filled with criminals as you're looking around. You could just pretty much say <laughs> they're, like they're all wearing police officer uniforms. <laughs> criminals, all of them. You're the best detective in the world. <laughs> I'm like Batman, but I kill indiscriminately. Uh, right. Actually, no, it's just, uh, it yeah. seems like an, uh, an overflux of uh, people. Cops are like kind of uh, pushing prostitutes uh, onto a bench. A couple people are arguing, and then you just you finally see a, a clerk who's like quickly uh, running behind the desk, like scribbling down notes. Oh my god, Queen, save me. All right, Watts, stay close. We need to go talk to the station captain, someone. Uh, Don't touch anyone, or bite anyone. Keep your mask on. Savage. Right. Usually, anyway. Of course, right. Uh, Here we go, and as my character, as as, as Hopper marches forward, he starts... Like tapping people on the shoulder and and uh, dictating whether or not they're guilty of their crime or of a totally separate crime. So so guilty did it. Um, probably won't stick. It's mostly circumstantial evidence. Uh, you there, you there, arresting those uh, women of the night. Yeah. Third one from the left. Works for another precinct. Sorry, miss, but you're going to have to be reassigned. 
Right. Yeah, you, you just go on. No one understands undercover agents anymore. It's really, it's pathetic. Uh, opium and uh, opium embezzlement. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you? Uh, yes, I'm looking for the station captain. You're speaking to him. I uh, need to get away from my New York accent. <laughs> he's uh, like you're, he's you're, a transplant from Brooklyn. You're, you're, you're speaking you, to him, sir. Uh, were you the young man who was chasing the man known as Wesley Coates? Could step in between seconds. Um... <laughs> What? New character from uh, The God Machine. Oh, Can okay. I help you? Oh, can I help you, sir? <laughs> uh, no. Can I help you, sir? Sir, uh, it's been a very... Just calmly slide my card across the table. He just takes it out, and all it, uh, all it says is authority. Like, you know, it has a... So a above your pay grade. Yeah. yeah. I see. Uh, what can I do for, what, what can I do for you, sir? I need to see the woman known as Jane Doe, 056. The freak. Yes, yes, yes uh... Good luck with that one. Uh, you're here to take her away because she's starting to scare everyone. Did you just ask me a question? Yes, sir. Uh, he quickly files, a, you know, scribbles a couple uh, words down mm-hmm. and hands you uh, hands you a piece of paper. He's mm-hmm. like, "Cell block is on that uh, on the west uh, side of the building. Please do what you need to do and leave us be." Hey, I get that one. Get over that one. Very good. Is that one dead? Is that one <laughs> dead over there? <laughs> How long has he been there? It's a skeleton handcuffed to a pipe. <laughs> Not dead yet. You look over. Uh, you look over towards the desk. Yeah. Yes, it is. De- she's dead. She's been dead for three days. Yeah, I, I can tell. But one of the basic me, but yes, yeah, she is. And of course, the couple cops run up, run up to her and mm-hmm. drag her away. And yeah. Go- but the efficiency has only improved all the time I've been away from society. Okay. What? Well, you look around and and uh, Hopper is is gone. And you've been left alone, and this is your chance at freedom. And then a random Bobby approaches you and takes you by the arm. Oh, wait, no, that's what? That's that's Hopper. That's right. <laughs> he just blends in with every other stupid cop face in this room. Right, so you're dragging them to... I mean, all look the same to you, really. It's true. Right. You just don't say that because it would be improper. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we go down to 056. And... Right. You are, uh, Angela, you've been sitting in this cell all week. It feels like... If you knew what a week was. It's been a long. You've noticed that it's been dark and then light again and then dark and then light again. And that's been like five times. And one time it got dark in the middle of the... When it was light all of a sudden. And then when it... It it was quite strange. And then... uh, And I don't remember anything from when it was dark that time. But the good news is you realize is when you get this really intense feeling in your stomach, that means you have to go to the toilet, they call it, and that's where you go. You're learning. So right now, I'm as, kind of a genius if I knew what that word meant. <laughs> You're a baby genius. Yeah. <laughs> so you, right now, when you walk down, you find that she is uh, she is sitting on a chair, mm-hmm. and she's not sitting. She's actually she set the chair in front of her, and she's sitting on the ground. But she, she's leaning against like the where you the sit. seat of the chair. The seat. Oh, okay. And that's where her elbows are. <clears throat> uh, just wrap against the bars with my billy club. Uh, actually, no, walking cane. I'm a distinguished gentleman. I'm not a body. I say that, you, young lady. Uh, she turns around. So, she's keeping her, her elbows on the chair. By the way, they have you clothed, of course. I mm-hmm. figured. Yeah. Uh, she kind of turns her head over her shoulder. Yeah, yes? Yes, you're the only one in the room. Jane, is it? to figure that out. <laughs> well, there's the chair if you want to be rude. <laughs> Jane, is it? Yes? Jane Doe. You drew some things on some other people with marker a few days ago, is that right? Yes. Uh, my name is Hopper. I've come here to retrieve you because you might have 
be some use to the authorities. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I'm going to take you out of this cage. That sounds exciting. Yes. Good. Now, there's a girl. Uh, do you have all of your accoutrements? Well, she might have something. Do you want to take the chair? You said you can uh, feel when someone's living or dead, mm-hmm. yes? Yeah. Not right. Yeah. Like... Well, she smells nasty. She sounds... She smells me, awful. Me, yeah. Because of the bad taste. Yeah. She... She's not dead. Because she shouldn't be. She's not dead because she shouldn't be. She, that's what she is. She shouldn't be. Like, you... You don't even approach... Like, as soon as you both... Yeah, like, I'm, almost I'm, like, like, you, I'm like behind this guy. She's like, looking over his <laughs> shoulder like... Is it? You have the horrid corpse. This time you have a handkerchief over your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is it? Is that? It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she smells disgusting, and she shouldn't be. Right. Um, Angela, you stand up, and uh, they gave you the keys along with everything. Hopefully, they. He didn't, he didn't tell you to take her because mm. you already mm. called him on that. But he gave you the keys, pretty much, in the paperwork. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Um, right, so uh, uh, Hopper unlocks the door and just swings it open, kind of sizing up Jane Doe. So... Trying to gauge by how she moves, if she's a threat or not. All right, so how, are, how are you standing and everything? <laughs> uh, the way I think of Jane Doe is Ariel right after she gets her legs. She, this, oh, yeah, this is a dangerous creature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she could... Who knows what she'll do? It's very much like... The fact that you got the drop on two bobbies just depresses Reginald so much about the state of current of current officer affairs. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. So, I, <laughs> so, she does not have... She does not have... Wow. What does what what Jane look like, though? Is she a redhead, a brunette? Is she, yeah. is, uh, is she slender? Is she tall? Uh, she, she is rather tall for a woman. She's probably close to six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, long chestnut five, brown hair. Five tens. Yeah, I'd say five yeah. ten more. So Why would you let me be six feet? Okay, six, six feet. feet tall. Yeah, six feet tall. Because, fucking, I don't know how much, zombie! Yeah. She can be six feet tall, six I'm feet backed tall. by a yeah. zombie. What? Yeah, six feet tall. Um, I just don't like tall girls. I know. <laughs> See, deep down, I knew that was it. And, uh, That's and, why I'm backing away from like, yeah, and, I'm a, really. and I'm a brunette. She's a redhead. She's more of a red. She's red. Buster. <laughs> but no, you She's Jessica Rabbit. Jessica no. Rabbit. No. What? Well, we are playing a different game now. <laughs> okay, go on. No. I'm sorry. Uh, so she's she's quite tall, uh, long chestnut brown hair, mm-hmm. um, very, very, not deathly pale skin, mm-hmm. uh, but pale even for London. Like, most people in London have pale skin because they don't spend a lot of time outside. But they spend some time outside. Mm-hmm. She looks like she has never seen a ray of sunlight in her life. So I'm pale like I'm dead. She's more pale like she's a doll. <laughs> like she's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's on the way to be like a serial killer's yep. the newest collection. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Three, three <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting Zap. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, sweet. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Reginald or Hopper doesn't think that uh, she's... Any threat, so he offers his hand and bows like a gentleman. And you seem she, to be having some initiative. <laughs> <laughs> she she just stares at his hand. Would you like some assistance to the handsome? Han- handsome? It's a carriage. 
Are you daft? You that's rude of me, I'm sorry. You're daft. <laughs> and yes? it's a vehicle. Why do I not oh, ask things before? that try to run over you. That's what he's problem time. They're frightening. She uh, once you start describing a, a vehicle that moves, she's like looks like she's seen a ghost. Like and she kind of like freezes like a deer. Really, this is going to be a thing. Um, so you know which one outside? That's it's fine by me. Run along, run alongside. Nothing. Nothing is going to harm you. As long as I still draw breath, I'm watching you. <laughs> Point over my shoulder to Mister Smiley. He's just there quietly, not drawing breath. <laughs> Sarcastic. You're like a macabre. Yeah. A macabre kind of a. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm a British. I'm a British character from like Lethal Weapon. I've <laughs> just been thrown into this. Like, so two days from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too old for this shit. Um, so come along. Nothing will harm you. It's it's a vehicle driven by me or a thirteen year old boy by proxy me. Um, so, do you have anything else? Uh, objects? Uh, yes. Compact? Yes. She says yes, but she doesn't move to get anything. <laughs> the original Hopper is so creeped out by the silence and notices that no one is drawing breath. <laughs> just, just, come, 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 come. Come this way, this way. No, no, not out that way. We're going out the back. We are definitely leaving out the back. Okay. So, you are making your way out the back. You, sir, close your eyes. Close your eyes, you're young, for God's sake, <laughs> as I say to a guard as we walk through. Yeah, Angela, as soon as the door opens, the sun hits your eyes. And then you, it feels good. You like it. And of course, you, uh, the first thing you know, you know, you guys are putting on your mask, or you put on your mask. Mm-hmm. You just kind of, oh yeah, this is here. Mm-hmm. And immediately you realize in the back, she doesn't have a mask. <sighs> Terrible. 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 But she seems fine. She's breathing happily. Oh! A dompier! That makes total sense. No one ever gives me the dossier on these people. Yes. Yes, of course. A dompier. Yes. Yes, that's what I said. Fine, (laughs) and on the carriage, on the carriage. Yeah, right behind you, you're being. Not a dompier. Didn't ask for your opinion. Freak. Freak. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is. <laughs> so you guys are slowly wow, walking. The, cat, the dead cat guy is judging me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> you guys are making your way uh, towards the back of the precinct, and you guys climb and um, and of course uh, you might want to uh, just suggestion mm-hmm. question why she cut. Why she markered the policemen as she markered them. That That's was right. kind of the point. That's of, right. So she, she hasn't even been questioned yet. Uh, no, well, I she did has, not realize that. Yeah, she has been questioned, mm-hmm. but that was a few days ago, and she didn't know words very well. But now it seems like she knows words. Yeah. Well, Hopper <laughs> just wanted to get her out of there because she didn't. She markered policemen. Obviously, she's not a threat to him. Yeah. So, also, he just paraded into a... Total nightmare circus of a precinct with Professor Freak over here. So he wanted to get some... He's going to go to a safe house. Okay. Because he inter- he anticipates he's going to have to interrogate a woman. Okay, so yeah, actually... Uh, if things go well, also Mr. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
you guys are start taking off and you give me address yeah. to a safe house nearby. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. actually a it's a residence yeah. area, mm-hmm. but of course it's MI six is a safe house where you mm-hmm. can go. It's, it's a very thin house. It's mm-hmm. one of those kind of San Francisco like thing. railroad kind of yeah yeah railroad houses basically. Yeah. Uh, but it's in the south side uh, where like merchants live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's a nice it's nicely decorated. You walk in, you use your key that works on these kind uh, on these locks, mm-hmm. and you open the door, and mm-hmm. it's a very pleasant house. Okay. I mean, there's a stairwell leading up to a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, downstairs, there's kitchen, living room, and a, like a, a, a parlor area. Mm-hmm. And uh, no cats though. You could sense that immediately when you walk in. This place has not been... No cats have been here. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Do not care for this place at all. This is one day... One, one day investigation should be quick, right? Right. And all moves to the opposite side of the room. Whatever opposite side of the room she's standing on. Right. I mean, you don't want to take your eyes off her because it's kind of like... At least... You, yeah, like, no, you no, pretty I'm much... You, her, you sit really. in the kitchen... Like, but there's like a straight-on shot yeah, through the no, doorways no. Keeping, to the parlor. Keeping distance but always like... <laughs> Keeping an eye, like you know. All right. No matter what, you see a bench right in front of. Uh, you, you see a bench in front of a big dresser with keys on it. Keys or locks? Uh, buttons. Oh. Oh, well, some typewriter keys. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. So you sit down on the bench and you press it and bong, bong. Right. I'm going to. Yeah. Do, would you fancy a cup? Bong. Tea, we drink it for British. Yes, that's a yes for both of you. And he goes into the kitchen and says she's still going, Bong, bong. Don't bother, and, uh, don't bother trying to augment any of the objects in the room. Everything's bolted down. The glass is brake-resistant and bulletproof. The very rug itself is fire-retardant, so good luck with that. There's no way in, there's no way out. Yes. Someone hang on the <laughs> Someone hung, someone hung themselves in the stairwells once. It was an off, about twenty-five years ago, you'd guess, because the corpse, because the the ghost is still hanging there, just looking down at you, and you're just looking up at him. Hello. I couldn't cut it. No. I couldn't cut it as a, as 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 an officer. Well, I've, good news is I've brought you some company who seems to be on the same path. <laughs> ah. I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, nothing. It's making pleasant conversations. So. So how sad would you say you were when you when it all just came down to the end? Funny thing, I was kind of happy. Would be a relief, wouldn't it? Reginald says, says to himself as he's making tea. Well, at least they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Angela's just bang. You realize if you press a whole bunch of keys at once, lots of noise. Bang. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Come in with. She's interrogating you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> Actually, make a uh, make a willpower check. Okay. Uh, difficulty ten. Okay. We talk about this. Uh, eight, nine, ten. Yep. Cool. You you feel your heart start beating as this is really annoying. But you, with your, with the the scent of tea in the air, yep. you calm yourself. You do some meditation in your head. Yep. It's count to ten very slowly. slowly. All right. And so I come back in with the tea and some a kettle, <clears throat> some cups. Put it down, point, pour everybody some tea. Um, and hand one to Jane, and one to Watts. I'm just looking at How tall would you, would you say you are again? I'm terrible with distances. Uh, uh, six, six foot... Uh, it's about three, uh, three meters. Uh, three meters and change. Three meters and 
And then he just looks up. No, 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 we need, we need at least this much more rope. That would be nine feet, wouldn't it? Right around there. <laughs> 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 I can be three meters tall, but I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. Angela's like, you're three meters tall. Yeah. And Billy got on me for being on him. Most of us are like, oh, silly British measurements. <laughs> sure. Okay, and how many stones is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like six two or something Yeah, like six that. two, exactly. Yeah. I have six two in American terms. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, he just turns and just talks to nothing on the stair. Like, no, 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 we need, we need at least this much extra rope, really. Yes, all right. Uh, all right, let's begin. Jane is trying to touch the, the surface of the tea, but it keeps burning her. But then she goes and does it again. Jane. <clears throat> Jane. Ah. Right. This is going to be a long one. <clears throat> yes. Yes. <laughs> Glad we agree. Jane. <clears throat> Okay, you would for some answers to you. Okay. You attacked two uh, police officers not a few nights ago. Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember what you attacked them with? A. She's looking at, at like the different sort of silverware that would come with a, a tea set. You know, like there's a, a, mm-hmm. a sugar spoon, that sort of thing. Um, not that, pointing at the spoon. Not that, she points at a fork. And she's looking around. She, it's like she knows what it looks like. And it's obviously has something to do with silverware. Mm-hmm. But the one that she used is not here. Hmm. Uh, Reginald unfolds the napkin and takes out a small butter knife. Yes. As you, as you reach to point, Reginald pulls the knife back towards him and away from you. Good. Good. We're making progress. This is called a knife. Yes. I got it from the queen. Because I'm an agent. Yes. You realize that you have a... There's a ceremonial... It's kind of like a... Instead of giving bullets or guns or watches, Mm -hmm. uh, the queen for MI6 gives... It's a, a letter opener, kind mm-hmm. of like. It's gold, it's beautiful, and some people carry it around with them for luck. <clears throat> Megan <clears throat> carried hers around with her for luck. Do I know what Megan looked like? Do I oh, know absolutely. You don't remember. You, you know Megan. It's not like you oh, talk. Okay. But you shared a pint with her occasionally. Okay, great. You know, she's a nice woman. Right. A little older, probably showing her age because she doesn't believe in anti-aging uh, treatments. She thinks it's unnatural. But uh, So she's like 50 and looks 50. Okay. <clears throat> You attacked them with a letter opening. From the Queen? Yes. Right. What were you doing before, just before you set yourself upon these two individuals? There was a fire, and I ran There was... There was... She points at a, a gas lamp with the flame lit. Okay. I... I... I, I ran, yes, I ran. It hurt. Fire. There was fire. Yes. And it hurt, and you ran, and then you... And that's when you attacked two people with a letter opener. Yes. Why did you attack them with a letter opener? Now, the uh, out of game, she attacked them with a... A marker. A marker, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Because that's what he told me. 
He who. Yes. You can read people, David. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know who. As yeah. soon as you said who, it was just like, it's almost like it's been programmed into her. It's like, you're doing this because he told you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody told her to do it. No idea who at all. <clears throat> right. Ro, do you have a, like a, like spirit-wise something, um... Spirit sense? <laughs> Spirits, not sense, it's like understanding the underworlds, parapsychology. Yeah, yeah I do actually. You can roll a parapsychology if you guys have that. Yep, yep. That's what, it's like plus 19. parapsychology. Yeah, you got much better than me, I got uh, nine, so, because my dice saved me. Okay, you don't really deal with the living. It's gross. Yes. I mean, you know dead like the back of your hand, uh, da- uh, Daniel. But David, mm-hmm. you, 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 you've been catching up on the weird ever since you joined MI6. Mm-hmm. And you're remembering some of the cases that you read where basically relatives were seeing through a ghost eye of a recently departed. A twin, actually. Uh, her twin sister died, and she was seeing through her sister's eyes as a ghost. Interesting. Okay. And I mean, you don't. I mean, the case was like not, not even proven that was the case. The woman ended up uh, killing her husband because she said she killed her sister, but no one could prove it clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said she saw it through her sister's eyes. Uh, the case was thrown away. The woman ended up uh, killing herself a couple years later in a mental institute. But that's the closest you get. Basically, a sibling seeing through the eyes of her. You would say, a twin? Because mm-hmm. it probably also would have been noted, you know, she was naked when she came in, but it's not like she was covered in burns. No, no burns or anything. Yeah, Angela. She's, she is flawless, some would say. Aww. A little too tall. <laughs> a little tall. A little Maybe. tall. Probably better as a redhead. But <laughs> was this game a really I... long conceit to... To compliment your wife? Because <laughs> bravo. <laughs> She's a little too tall. You hear it from upstairs hanging from the rafters. I, I, but it's not that. It's not really that <laughs> setting me off. It's just there's... I'll get to you. I'll get to you. <laughs> One weirdo at a time. Yes. <clears throat> you don't remember anything before that. Yes. She shakes her head as she says it. Right. English is going to be an issue. Um, Jane, I don't know how to break this to you, but you attacked two people with a marker. And I take out a marker from my my coat. A marker used to write. Do I recognize? Yeah. Or does it look like my knife? No, it's a marker. Oh. Yes. He takes out a marker and puts it on the table next as to the pad of paper. As you're explaining this, uh, Daniel, mm-hmm. as you look back to, to say a snide comment, you, it's weird. The ghost is not there anymore. Oh, hello. Where, where'd you go? I thought we were having a nice conversation here. What? Hello? And I need you to roll, like, a ghost sense. Yeah. Is there is there, like, a sense, like, you could do something like that where yeah, you could sense, yeah. like, the ghost? I need you to roll that. I mean, again. by default, it's just... Oh, oh tell me about the default. You guys can keep on talking. Mm-hmm. I just say the word Okay, here we go. Yeah, impression. Yeah. Level one power. This power enables the medium to sense spirits around her, whether she can see them or not. Medium will gain an idea of the spirit's general locations, as well as her current emotional states and potential oh, power Oh, okay. Levels. That's perfect. And you look up. Just, yeah, it just yeah. works. Can I have that? 
Yeah, you look up. You look up to say a snide comment, and he's gone. But in the in that in that same vein, you feel anger, complete and utter anger. Not because of like anybody in particular, as if angry because you you can't go any further. It's not anger at you. It's anger and terror as the ghost has suddenly vanished. And you look around as they're going on and what a marker is. So I'm just, I'm sensing the emotion, but I'm not sensing any spirits? He's somewhere in this oh, okay, place. Sorry. Maybe upstairs. Okay. I, um, there was, uh, could you put that away? I think you pissed something off. Yes. I don't know how you, I don't know how you did that. We were having a very pleasant conversation. But I don't need you to go upstairs. Well, then you're going to have to wait for one tick. No, 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 no. You see, there's something in this house that just got very, very angry. And I believe it's upstairs. Yes. And since, uh, well, you're the police person here, I believe it falls to you to keep the, uh, keep me safe and keep that safe. Yes. See? It agrees. This is the worst interrogation I've ever had. You see suddenly, run, darting out of the, the top stairs... Is the man with the rope burns around his leg? An agent uh, looks like he's a little bit decomposed as a corpse, and he just jolt runs like kind of just takes it three steps at a time as he's bellowing out, screaming and complete madness as he runs through you, runs out the door, and then that anger's gone, and then you feel it kind of that that ghost it rejuvenates suddenly as if it gets a shitload of energy left and right. And suddenly behind you, you hear a slamming against the door. And you actually see the door splinter a little bit. Yeah, basically, you just see me sort of like, sort of like, oh, there it Oh, oh, dear. And then, yes, I just, we don't know what's happening here, but you've really pissed it off. It's a double reinforced door. It has iron bars across the top of it. It's not going to open, but whoever's out there is in serious trouble. What is up? Ah, the hell. Much better. Suddenly, from the window that you were Uh talked about Mm -hmm. earlier about being uh, unbreakable, Mm -hmm. a body is thrown through it. And it just lands right in there. You know, just completely twisted and shattered like if someone grabbed it and ringed it out, Mm -hmm. throws it, and suddenly coming out, crawling from into the window now that's opened, Mm -hmm. is it looks just like a 17-year-old hungry girl. Okay. And she's just looking up both of you. This 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 an actual girl or am I getting yeah. a Oh, it's this is real. This okay. is she's possessed. Okay. You know she's there's so a I scared can say, inside. See her. that's sort of like it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's inside her. It's inside her. Uh, well, come on, take care of it while I prepare. Uh, everybody that. everybody make an initiative roll. Yeah. So, 2d10 plus prowess, right? Prowess. So, 14. 12 plus uh, 22. Nice. Plus prize, right? Yeah. yeah, well, fast draw gives... If anybody here is fast draw, it adds three to your nice. initiative. Nice. So, okay. Right. It's this game, right? Fucking games. I'm going to double check yes, my fast draw. Yes, but it's only for the first round of combat. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, so she's, uh, she's trying to... Yeah. She's charging. Uh, she's going to charge... Uh, you, Mr. Smiley. She's running towards you. What's You <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't hurt an old man, would you? <laughs> Just play dead. <laughs> what I do all the time. Alright, all right, so yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Then I'm going to... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to cover. 
You're going to try to cover? Yeah, I'm going to grapple her. Okay, make a grappling check. Okie doke. Blap. Uh, so that's a 10 uh, plus vitality, so 12. A no, 12? I'm sorry, unarmed combat, so 15. There you go. And I need the actual rules for grappling. Could someone show me that? Oh, she, oh, she makes a contested roll. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, we actually have it right here. Unarmed grapple. A successful grapple attack does no damage. Grappled enemies cannot dodge, parry, or evade. Uh, difficulty to hit grappled enemies is 11. Grappled character suffers minus 3. Um... Like she's going to make a contestant roll to break free as soon as you can, she can. Okay. She goes at 12. Anybody go before that? Uh, I've got 14. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Yeah. So I... Would my power... I, 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 my character would know this. Like, would my powers work on a spirit that is possessing something? Yeah, absolutely. You're, okay. The spirit's inside her controlling her body, yeah, yeah, but okay. it's still a spirit. All right, great. See, this is where I wish I had level 4. First, very first power on level 4 is expel. <laughs> so... But, okay, so, yeah, I'm going to use Compel, basically uh, just order the, the spirit to, you know, stop and stand still. Okay, so what do I need to roll? All right, so that is uh, description, where's the roll? Oh, here we go. Uh, we both make a contested will roll. All right, ready, set, go. And I have a, uh, if I lose this roll, I can re-roll it because of one of my uh, okay. features. Okay. Uh, you know, four plus will uh, is... Thirteen. Yeah, I got eight, so we got to re-roll. Or do I have to re-roll, or do you? I think the description... That's where you say you re-roll. Yeah, I think it's just me re-roll. I yeah, that makes, that's how it usually goes. So. Yeah, so it's just wrong. Okay, so I get, do get that one chance. So I premise roll. That's better. 14 plus 4, 18. Yeah, she, you know, uh, I, she's running towards you, and then she just kind of stops, and you see uh, kind of her face contorts in pain as, like, the ghostly image of the... the the soldier, the, the, the secret agent that had killed himself in here, he kind of pokes out. He's like, I can't stop! And he pulls himself back, but he did stop from attacking him. Exactly. You can you will! Okay. <laughs> so you, you just see her kind of like, you know, just kind of ragdolling it. Okay. Angela, what are you doing? She's sitting on the piano bench, just like watching wide-eyed, like, whoa. Wow, this is crazy. This is what happens in the outside world. Yeah. Um, this is a trip, man. So, interesting note, I have clapped the braces, which, by the way, if you're listening, you should always have this <laughs> this uh, unarmed combat power. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, once you successfully grapple, you can pretty much automatically do another uh, another move like knockdown. Oh, okay, go ahead. And so she's knocked down as well. So she is prone and in Okay. pins or whatever, yeah. So you, yeah, she's down on the ground just kind of flopping around as, like, the ghost mm-hmm. is screaming at you in pain. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, uh, Daniel, you feel there's another presence in here. Another, more powerful presence. And you, you can't hear it, but there's a whisper of something. And the ghost that you do yeah. see, uh, the agent, he... Screams out in other band. He's like, okay! And he suddenly gets a boost of energy. Uh, the girl is going to try to uh, get out. Okay. Great. So. Okay. This is, she just got juiced. Mm-hmm. Her body is breaking under okay. this whole thing. Because basically she is she's got a shot of a ghost adrenaline mm-hmm. into her heart. Uh, you feel... Like, as the braces kind of dig into her skin and mm-hmm. into the bone as she rips the the, bra- the braces off. Uh-huh. And she's trying to try to uh, throw you off of her, okay? Okay. So she's going to try that right now. You can make an, a contestant roll. This is basically uh, a vitality to see sure. whoever wins. Or you can use your unarmed combat if you want to uh, still keep her down. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. going to do that. 
so that's uh, 11 plus 5, 16. Okay, she barely gets... She, she doesn't launch you in there, but she mm-hmm. pushes you away with a lot more pizzazz than a 17-year-old hungry flower yep. girl should be able to do. Okay. And you stumble back and slam back into the uh, piano, your elbows hitting down on the keys. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Angela claps, claps in excitement. Uh, and the ghost... Uh, you see the vision of the ghost twist its head towards you before the girl slowly starts following. And... Uh, then the girl starts speaking as the same guy starts talking. Hello, boss. I'm back. And then she's going to run towards you. But her body falls apart pretty much. As in, it almost feels like, imagine, you ever see that, that horrible movie, uh, Mission to Mars? Where oh, basically the guy gets sucked into a tornado and he's spinning so hard, fall, mm-hmm. so fast his limbs kind of just fly yep. apart. That's what happens to her. Whatever she used to throw you off and rip off the cuffs, yep. her arms pretty much are probably just they, like they rip, they stop. Okay. So she just clumps to the ground and suddenly the ghost melts away and that presence is gone. And then the girl suddenly starts screaming in complete pain. As every limb in her body is broken, I'm hitting the panic button. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah, Hopper runs into the uh, runs into the hallway and pulls open a picture of the Queen, <laughs> swinging it open to a big red button and slams. <laughs> and he slumps to the ground. There's another presence there. <laughs> right. All right, I'm a ghost now. What's going on? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you you hit the panic button. Five minutes at most, there yep. is a uh, there is a, a doctor that's racing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman is she's passed out from just the pain. Yep. Of, of yeah. Well, reason. she was still screaming. Uh, uh, Mr. Smiley was kind of like very open. It's all, it's all right. Don't stop the screaming. You're going to live. I know these things. <laughs> it's, you're going to. Oh, oh, she's not listening to me, is she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you come back and here's Mr. Smiley like crouching over her. In a very animated way. Nope, nope, nope. And lift Mr. Smiley back. Throw him on the couch. And then there's a picture of... And there's a shot of Angela clapping her hands. And then she gets thrown on the couch. It's kind of insulting. Like, he thinks... You finally understand. He thinks you're trying to eat her. I was not going to eat her. She's alive. Man, what what is wrong with you? Semantics! You! Tell me when you're talking to people that are real and not a psychosis. They're all real. Both are in your file. You! Tell me who in the bloody hell you are! Yes. Oh! You know who you are. Right. You're Jane. I'm Jane. Hmm. The doctor opens up the door. Of course, the eight, like, you know, a couple agents rush yep. in with their guns. Yep. And they, you know, aim it at you, but see it's you as you clearly have your badge. And. Sorry, sorry, one of those faces. All right, <laughs> happens all the time. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> and uh, basically, I'm going to say an hour goes by yeah. after like they've cleaned out this place, and uh, Gabriel is a pa- the the I started to call this guy Gabriel. Gabe, I'm going to call him Gabe. Like, Gabe, hey Gabe, 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 Gabe walks in. We went to the university together. Uh, yeah, Agent Gabriel walks in, and uh, he looks around, notices the broken glass, and just whistles in appreciation, kind of like, whoa, those broke. And looks towards you, uh, David, and says, I see that we've already had an incident. We have. As far as I can collect, 
I'll let uh, Mr. Watts explain what he saw. Mr. Watts, he pulled out a marker, and that seems to have just set the underworld on fire, as it were. This spirit's going mad with rage and escaping the house. Did you know a man hanged himself right there? Yes, Keith. He was a good agent. Good agent. Well, a little down on himself. Did he have anything against markers by any chance? <laughs> of course not. His dad, his dad owned a marker factory. <laughs> no, of course not. Well, anyway, Dr. Keith just went mad and escaped the house, which was much to my surprise. I usually try to stay uh, near the area. And he seemed to grow in power somehow. Before I could really react, uh, well, he'd uh, climbed inside this poor, unfortunate girl and uh, was using her to try and uh, kill us, I suppose. Uh, he also delivered uh, a short message. Uh, I believe you heard it before. Hello, boss. Hello, boss. Oh. David, I'm going to need you to write, uh, roll a law or psychology. Uh, I'll go with law. No. Uh, five, six, seven. No, no, no. Okay. Right now, uh, hello, boss. Hello, boss. He's like, that's quite the announcement. All right. Well, that happened, I suppose. And this is... Yes. Uh, excuse me? Yes. I'm Gabe... I'm Jane. Hey, Jane. It's a pleasure to meet you, ma'am. She just stares at his hand. She she has not figured out hand. She hasn't seen anyone shake hands yet. So this whole ha- holding a hand out thing is just. There's a certain weird. absence of refinery with this one, sir. Um, Mrs. Smiley kind of like leans closer to you. Don't touch it. <laughs> I see. Have you come up with anything other than frightening the spirits? Yes. <clears throat> Miss Miss Doe does not recall using a marker. She recalls using, bear with me, one of the ceremonial letter openers from Her Majesty. Yes. I see. It's described it to a T. Take her to the, uh, the, uh, we still have the place cordon off. I want you to take her and Mr. Watts. No, as I said. Uh, to that as well, and investigate, see what you could find. We have less than 12 hours until, of course, we have to uh, accept that there will be a general panic in the air that Jack the Ripper is back. Fine. Very good, sir. Thank you. And uh, please, um, avoid troubling any more resting spirits. <laughs> he nods his head and he just starts walking off. <laughs> Daniel just did the old uh, Robert De Niro. Which I'm, I'm watching, watching you. Yeah, you and your markers. Are <laughs> 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 you Okay, so you guys are you know right now the carriage is waiting outside for you. One was called because yep. he's good like that, and the other one died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. she was the one driving the carriage. <laughs> Oh, I should have done that. Damn. Damn, that would have been awesome. No, I totally would have killed him then. I don't have to pay the fare. <laughs> the ghost is smart. <laughs> okay, so you guys are... Uh, yep. Yeah. Alright, so we're headed to the, the scene of the marker crime. No, the actual crime. Oh, the actual crime. Right. The marker crime. You actually saw the cop at the marker crime where it was... It was just, embarrassed. Yeah, yeah just embarrassed. Uh, the actual crime, it's... Uh, 
Mediums in Unhallowed Metropolis, uh, regardless if they're real or not, they kind of try to stick with a community. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the deaf community. Yep. They kind of like to keep with their own, saying that other people don't really understand them. Mm-hmm. So there's a place down in the southern uh, London where basically it's called uh, Dead Man's Walk. Okay. So that's the slang version. Mm-hmm. Because there is like an entire community of these mediums. And that is where you're heading right now. Probably the worst place for a contagious spirit to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you guys go down there and you get to Meg, uh, to the home of, uh, I think it was Thomas was the, uh, the medium that was taken over before Megan. Uh, his place. Uh, Peter was taken over okay, and killed Bushka. And then Peter McGurphy was killed by uh, Megan James, who also killed Thomas Peters. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was getting confused because I said Peters twice. All right, Peters. Yeah, you're going, you go to his shop, as it were. Uh, it's still corned off. Uh, you see there are a broken window, knives that are probably from the kitchen, like shoved through like the wall, uh, a cement wall actually, as if that oh, was boy. a lot of force. Uh, the, of course, the cops let you in, and you, you, it definitely looks like there was a struggle inside here. So Watts, um, uh, help me out here. When dealing with spirits in general, so the old, uh, the old, Old wives' tales true, uh, salt, uh, iron, uh, cream at the door, that sort of thing. I knew an Irishman who keeps sage over his door, so it worked. Uh, no, not, not really. It's, it's proper science to this this sort of thing, really. Uh, not, not my area, of course, but uh, there are machines that can transfer etheric energy, etc., etc., etc. Point is, your best chance of dealing with this spirit is to have me nearby. Good to know. Good to know, Jane, that goes for you, too. Yes. Yes. Right. Here we have one of the most violent crime scenes that I recall in the last 365 days. Young man. And uh, they actually, they, they've taken, what they've done is there's a chemical in Unhallowed Metropolis. It's, it's, it's only for 24 hours. It pretty much stops all decomposition. Mm-hmm. It kind of puts a kind of a, almost a glassy coating over, over everybody. And the bodies are still there. In that glassy coating. And you see uh, Thomas and Peters just dead. So Peters here, Peter McCurphy, and Thomas Peters. Yeah. They both, one has their throat slashed, the other one has his eyes cut out, and then stab marks through uh, various parts of his body. And uh, the the guy who had his eyes cut out, he's on top of the medium, uh, the medium's table. Mm. Right. Like a magpie, uh, uh, Jane is drawn towards anything shiny that's in the place. Okay. So like the crystal balls and other crystals that'd be around. Just like the chandel- the ornate chandeliers oh, yes. and the. Yeah. Okay. Bats at it like a cat. <laughs> okay, hold on for one second. All right. So what are you doing, guys? And I know that. Um, so, Watts, these are the same injuries that Jane drew. On the two bobbies that apprehended her a few nights ago. Yes. <laughs> Several spirits have been here. You could feel it in your bones. You don't know much details unless there's another way to get more information. I don't know what abilities that you have, but there have been a lot of spirit activity in here recently. Not, And you also know they're not usually here because... This is kind of a joke shop. As you're walking around, you kind of yeah, pick up a pamphlet that says, say goodbye to your grandma a second time. And you're like, oh, Christ's sake. <laughs> embarrassing. 
fighting it's just like a woman hugging her grandma and you're like so like a little girl hugging her like ghost grandma and you're like oh, that's it's impossible like, it's like the family circus it's a dotted outline of the grandma <laughs> exactly <laughs> it, this is a joke to you this is almost yeah. insultingly jokishly it's, it's the girl about to be possessed it's like, <laughs> dangerous man it's, it's mad as a child <laughs> You look at the man dead there. You are a child. child. You are a disgrace to the profession. <laughs> is, there, is there a way you can summon spirits? Yeah, or? I do have a summon. Okay, if you, you, I'm just giving you ideas. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to think what you can do. So you're looking around, uh, and uh, David, yep. you could start doing some of your crime scene forensics. Yep. Forensic science. Yep. Let me tell you something. I will tell you this, at least in death, you have probably more business uh, going than you ever did in life. So, bravo for you. <laughs> uh, 19. Wow. You, uh... That, you, you and Dana need to switch dice, because yeah, this is really, how it's supposed to yeah. work. Shush. Yeah, as you're walking through, David, uh, you uh, pass uh, a very expensive liquor cabinet. Go on. Yeah, you <laughs> open it up, and uh, as you're looking... <laughs> as you're looking through the entire thing, that's actually nice. Yeah, that actually works pretty well. Yeah. Oh, there's a cat that got caught. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Uh, Angela just tried to move. Uh, uh, what are those things called? A curtain. Yeah. A sign that fell off the curtain rod right onto a cat. And he's like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Cat is uh, indignant. Basically, uh, what happens is uh, you notice a, a very expensive uh, kind of liquor cabinet. You mm-hmm. open it up, and uh, everything hasn't been touched except for there's a there's a blank area where there should be a bottle. And it looks like there's been dust collecting around it recently, mm-hmm. like a lot of it, as in, you know, this was supposed to be saved for a special occasion and someone took it. That's very peculiar. Looks like a man had a spot of brandy here, probably a few years old, by eight, twelve years. You spin around and you look around and you spot the brandy, mm-hmm. a glass on it, uh, has lipstick on the edge of the rim. Mm-hmm. So I walk over here, I take the brandy... I move this way, and uh, uh, Hopper is going to pace his steps, trying to um, look for any sort of uh, footprints, um, and recreate the footprints, judging how tall the person was by the stride. You notice that uh, there's a foot a footstep, like something must have got a little bit, this, this the hint of blood on a heel. Mm-hmm. Take, and so after a few steps, it's gone, but it's moving towards the liquor cabinet. Mm-hmm. You open up the like you're like kind of playing along with it. And yep. I reach in, I take my, and I turn around, and then I walk back. And you're walking back. It's like you, notice, you know, like the Willem Dafoe scene in Boondock Saints, where he like recreates the firefight from the. Uh, no, sure, no I didn't see it, but so, basically, you're recreating. I know, I know, I'm awful, but you recreate the entire scene. The woman, the woman, you know, because that's the heels. The other guys mm-hmm. were wearing flats. Uh-huh. The woman must have been wearing heels. She walked over after the murder because there was blood on her heel at that point. Got the scotch out. Walks over, takes a, uh, a sip of it on the counter, leaves the bottle there with the lipstick, and then she walks away. It was a, it was it was the a small sip. I mean, there's still plenty of brandy in the jar, uh, and the cup, and the and in the uh, the flask. This was intentional. No one just takes a sip of twelve-year-old scotch and then leaves, unless. It's a celebration. This was a very personal crime. Very personal. Anything. Killer was dressed to impress. Heels unsuited by outside. There'd be no there'd be no record of it were it not for the stain of blood on the right shoe. 
That must mean that when she walked in, she had the decency to dust off her attire. Now, MI6. What's that? MI6 would have. A, yeah. a, a, a woman, there's a chemical that you could actually spray on some of your clothes that keeps the soot off. Mm-hmm. That's right. class, MI6. That's actually what I was thinking. Cool. Now, an aristocrat would have had a retinue, maybe even a mourner or two. There would have been some sort of person who was willing to divulge that information for a few shillings. We got no such person. So, there's someone who knew how to disappear, to blend in. The only person here is, well, that's someone like me. I'm certainly not investigating my own crime. Or am I? That's the twist. You this try to make a joke and it just withers there and dies. You know that. Day. You've seen. You've seen plenty you watch of the ghost of the joke <laughs> as it rises up and goes. Why did I exist? <laughs> I never should have been. Strumming a harp. It's like the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're you're on the you're on to the scene. You're walking yeah. through it. Uh, Angela, just really quickly, you find a what looks to be a very awesome. It looks like a little chest. It looks like that 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 chest that was playing music, but it's smaller. But it doesn't have any keys on it. Hmm. But you can open it up. Okay, let's see if this works. I'm trying music again, people, but this thing is so slow. All right. As you open it up slowly, the music starts playing again, and you scan your head to the side as the woman stands up, and she's—it's like a small figurine, and it's like a little two figurines dancing in a ball. And you're just kind of canting your head to the side, and suddenly the music kind of changes into something a little bit more in you know, impressive and lively, and as you look around, the world around you melts away and turns into this beautiful ballroom as people are twirling around and dancing, and suddenly uh, a man is grabbing you by the arm and pulling you away, and he's yelling at you as you're making your way through an entire crowd of people. I can't believe you! You're ridiculous! I don't care! You know you're supposed to be talking, and maybe your lips are moving, but you don't remember what you're saying. And suddenly, he, you, you're outside of this beautiful manner, and he spins you around, and he, look, he looks at you and he's like, you know, you knew, and you still did it. Whore. And then it stops. And then you're, you're back. And then the thing is, it's still dancing. Close it. Put it down. Gonna go find a chair to lean on. Yeah, she sits down on the ground, puts her elbows on the chair. She's pouting. Okay. Uh, she looks like a puppy that has just been told no. Oh, oh wait, David? Daniel? Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel. Uh, oh, yeah. As, you're, as this is going on, as he's replaying this, you, are on the other hand, are... Yeah, I mean, I've been you know, sort of like getting the vibes to the room, and every now and then scoldings. And... Uh, I right now, there's no spirits in here. There has yeah. been spirits, but you're scolding this the body. Yeah, this the body. Okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, I should just... Uh, just so you know, I'll be, I'll be, uh, we'll be uh, having some uh, company very shortly. 
And uh, I'm going to try and summon the, uh, the guy's spirit. Which one? The, uh, the agent or the, the con artist, the medium? The medium. I want to get his... Uh, his I want to see awesome. what, happened, what he saw, what, what happened to him. Great. Give and, him a uh, good dressing down. But also give him a good dressing down. You're dead now. Now you know the, this uh, is not a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is unbelievable. You're dead and you still don't know how to talk okay. to ghosts. <laughs> If uh, I just I just call to the spirit, no roll by default. If the spirit is okay with being called back, they just appear. If if they really don't want to come back, then it's a contested will. Yeah, it's a contested will. Okay. Then. So, well, it's not. You know he wants to come back, but something's holding him back. All right. Uh, oh wow, that sucked. Uh, twelve, three. All right, so pretty much. Out. No, that means I rolled a three, like two and a one, yeah. and then whatever the will is. Yes. The will is actually very powerful, yeah. but uh, yeah. not today. I woke up on the wrong side of the bag. Yeah. So suddenly, uh, does he see the spirit or just you? Uh, only me, unless I make it, unless the spirit decides to manifest or I, I make it. Okay. Manifest, yeah. uh, you see, a, like you see, the tremor of the body as it like starts convulsing. Okay. And, and then, then, I mean, you can have like. Some minor effects, like the room feels a little yeah, chilly. Yeah, it definitely like feels cold in there. It's only a f- small tremor of the body, and then you feel, see your breath in front of you, and then suddenly the guy sits up from, you know, he sits up out of his body, the ghost image. He's like, oh my! Oh god, that was dreadful! That was just dreadful! Oh my! Oh, I'll tell you what's dreadful, it's this decor, really, you're giving the rest of us a terrible name. What and are you doing in my abode, sir? It's no longer your abode. You're dead. I'm dead? Oh my god! I goodness. know, this is probably the very first experience oh my with god. ghosts you've ever actually had us to be one. <laughs> Congratulations, you finally have everything you've ever wanted. You can talk to ghosts. Oh no, how dreadful. Oh, oh, what happened to my eyes? I had beautiful eyes. Oh. Well, he starts petting he starts actually, petting his face. I was actually hoping you could tell me. We hear uh, rather a lady came in and... Uh, I don't do remember. remember. I remember Mrs. B- lady Bushka came to me and she was acting quite dreadful. And I, I told her to leave my abode. They always come to my abode because I summoned all the spirit. Oh, what the hell. Uh, I, listen, mate. Just, <laughs> listen, mate. I've always had myself one of them, but uh, I, I wasn't... Uh, I could hear this person. I never saw them, but nobody wanted to pay someone just to say, Hey, Grandma, do you want to say something? No one gives a shit about talking. But I could listen, and when she opened the door, I listened. I heard something, something compelling, something inside her. I didn't know it was, it's that ghost talk, that whisper, and that scratches at your head, really tight, like. And it got into me, I feel. And then when I came through, the woman was removing my eyes. It's quite dreadful, awful, really. Hmm. Nice breasts, though. She had great breasts. Really delightful, like like just a handful, not too much, not too little, just the kind that you just want to say. You yeah. see, something. Yeah, I'll see. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, I'll be sure to pass that on. Uh, you know, a gentleman doesn't have to hear the conversation to know that it's gone on towards. <laughs> he dredges on the hopper just says, looking at the medium. No, but oh, apparently she was uh, quite uh, gifted. Um, no, uh, from his description, uh, apparently the the presence that I suspect attacked us earlier was responsible for this event as well. Does he know? Can he describe the person who killed him? Yeah, the guy talks. Yeah, he talks. 
Yeah, it was so hard. 50 years old, nice breasts, a little saggy, but, you know. He goes on about her breasts a little bit too uncomfortably long. But kind of, basically, kind of like this game. I like this game. <laughs> uh, but you do get the gist of it was the MI6 Megan Jane. Okay. Yeah, you, he, after every, he describes it, it's clearly Megan Jane. Cut out his eyes, and, uh, and basically, the, uh, he, he goes on about as he was dying. He heard her walking around, and he took a. And he's like, she was, she was. I remember something, but governor, but I just, in my head, it's it's like it's faded. Is there a way you can strengthen? Yeah, like, yeah definitely. Okay. He he is base like, level two power. It's just it works. So just shroud it, increase the shroud. Yeah, the it. area around you. You actually, as soon as he shrouds, it holds up his hands. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like a, a, a like a sickly light fills the room, and you see the outline, a dotted outline of the ghost. And I'm like, come remember, it's inside you. Remember, I was dying, and she, she mumbled, "Not my favorite brand, mate." Ooh. What's this? And she she went to my cupboard over there, and he points towards another cupboard that mm-hmm. that, that looks like it's just been you know it's a cupboard. Yeah, you mm-hmm. see me, you see me uh, pointing something in the cupboard. Go go go! All right, put on my gloves and open up the cupboard. And uh, the guy kind of peeks his head. And he's like, "She took something." Oh my little my my book, my my black little book. Looks like there should be something missing. Black. But it's not there, I suppose you don't see it. But yes, he claims that she took a little black book from him. Was it a book of clients? No, no. More important, Governor. Prostitutes. Well? Uh, more the other way around. A uh, book of prostitutes. Oh, people he was a client of. Yes. He was the kind of man who would write that down. Fantastic. I can't imagine how the killer tracked him down. <laughs> right. And, um... What interest could a killer possibly have with this? If it's our Jack, I don't believe I need to go any further into details there. Was there a place where they were located? A certain brothel? Yes. Uh, I, I, I completely forgot. I listened to it. It was a club that Jesus came up with. Oh, crap. I don't remember the name. That brothel. That was uh, the West End Club. Okay. Oh, the place where uh, we rescued... Uh, Adele. Adele. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That place. I cannot remember the name for that back then. We're going okay. to call it the Lonely Rose? The Lonely yes. Rose. Or we could have Jesus put it in right now. The place was called St. John Public House. From the gas mask as a tear, which you guys would have known if you had read the PDS I had sent you. These guys, you know, spent made a lot of content for us to play with, and you just, just forgot the name. I'm not angry. I'm just I'm more disappointed. But then we won't remember. So every time we have to say it, we will say, The Brock Governor 2. This is going to be a thing, isn't it? St. John's Public House. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny, and yeah. I want to do that now. Okay. So, yeah, he, he, he was a frequent visitor there. Had dozens of ladies. Welcome to the insert brothel here. 
St. John's Public House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, the process. Yeah, he talks about that. And at this time, you see uh, Jane just walk over to a chair and sit down. Rumpf. Yeah. Right, well, we should get a move on. We have less than 12 hours. Right, and I basically just sort of like let the shroud drop. And like, All right, well, you're free to go to your final... Uh, Reward, I suppose. Grandma, is that it? Oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> that was all you hear. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, yeah, and there you guys are. Uh, the room's temperature returns back to normal. Okay. <clears throat> right, well, no need to dilly-dally. Everyone's got what they need. Fantastic. Reginald says as he snatches this, the fine scotch from the table and walks out with it and taking a swig. Let's go. Kill it to catch. All that. Okay. Uh, as you guys, so you guys get into uh, the carriage, and where are you guys going? Uh, we're going to the brothel. <laughs> and sir, brothel here, Jesus. I want to make more work for that guy. I know. <laughs> he couldn't show up for this game, so guess what? He got to yeah. edit all of it. So you guys, uh, we go there. It's actually midday, so when you get to there, it's actually a really crappy club. Um, but, of course, uh, when you flash the badge, mm-hmm. uh, the guy's like, Whoa, hey, uh, yeah, just through the closet. Just pull on the candlestick. No problem. So the crappy, like the crappy club would be somebody playing the theme song from the Mos Eisley Cantina on, like, a pan flute. Yeah, but you go into the closet, you hit the candlestick, and yep. slowly but surely it descends down into a nice staircase. And there's not music playing in here. Maybe like someone like playing around on the piano, but it's definitely the bar is always open. But no, when when you're here visiting the prostitutes in the middle of the day, you got a problem. So no one, they're not encouraging this sort of behavior. Kind of like when you show up and you're clearly on your business lunch and you have scotch. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like, like I'm gonna serve you, but you not, know better. Dude. Yeah, yeah, not that I've ever done that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, they they basically you know as soon as you walk in. Go, as soon as they walk, you walk down the steps, uh, you were greeting with a woman. Uh, clearly an elderly woman, the madam. Uh, <clears throat> Hello there. And are we dealing with new clientele? Are you all right, honey? You look a little peckish. <clears throat> How much longer? Five years at best. Excuse me? Can we get all of this? <laughs> Reginald the women. Says- have all the weirdest looking outfits in here, Jane, but they're really pretty. One's just wearing, one, it's really goofy because she has the diamonds. It feels like there's like, just sh- like it's like a chandelier uh, as a dress. I'm going to go over and poke it. At, uh, love, I'm sorry, tw- <laughs> $254, love. If ever there was a declaration of intent that only Angela could get away with at the table, at the brothel, it would be, I go over there and poke it. <laughs> okay, so the madam, she kind of watches you as you walk by and you're poking at the prostitute. And, uh... Right. <clears throat> My name is not important, the money I'm about to hand you is. There was a client here, uh, by the name of, uh, Thomas Peters. Ah, oh, yes, Mr. Peters. Now, if you need me to tell you about any of his activities, I... Surely well, officer. Do you need me to verify that his existence? Do you want me to show you any of his record? Clearly she's ready to roll on mm-hmm. this guy for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. She knows the role. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me be very clear. Whatever Thomas Peters said isn't real. Especially about your grandmother. The guy was a charlatan. <laughs> a charlatan. 
specifically the grandmother body, yes. Uh, more importantly, and uh, Hopper leans uh, leans on the table and uh, orders a, orders a drink. More importantly, I'm not real. The people before you aren't real. The brunettes who's poking your employees aren't real. Yes. We're going to have this conversation. I will compensate you for your time. But you can speak of it to the day you die. And no one will ever believe you. Everything I do here, never exist. Never happened. Roll an intimidation wall on that one. That's, I think it's a charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, eight, nine. She's not worried, mm-hmm. but she plays along. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Whatever you say, officer, what can I do for you about the man who does not exist? Was there a particular girl that he liked the most here? Uh, well, yes. Uh, he, there was, well, he, he actually took a liking to Kathy. Uh, Kathy is the one currently being poked by your odd friend. Fantastic. And, uh, but before that, he uh, loved a brat of a woman, uh, but she's no longer working here. How many women would you say that uh, Thomas was with? Oh, just a two. He, he had a very particular taste, and those two filled it out quite nicely. Hmm. Right. Um, so what was the name of the other woman that oh, Thomas was found with? She's gone. I don't even know if she's alive anymore. I will decide what is important. Do I make myself perfectly clear? To your intimidation, I like that. Uh, 12, 14. Yeah, Her name was Adele. She was bought by the, the Clintons. Adele? Yes, uh, I don't know where she went. She, she's owned by, uh, I, she was taken off my hands by, uh, Byron Clayton. Fantastic. The Clintons. Yes. Everybody, like, Reginald rolls his eyes, like, oh, this job just got so much more complicated. Right, I'm going to need a moment of your Kathy's time. Uh, Thank you very much for your assistance, and he just takes ten pounds inside it across the table. She takes a deposit in her corset and then stands up, nods, and she's like, all right then, well, if that's the case, then please enjoy your time, gentlemen. She kind of eyes you, because kind of, because like, sick. There's probably, like, the one goth girl prostitute, sort of, like, sidling up. Like, yes. Can I help? Can I help you? <laughs> Do you know your father's next to you? <laughs> Dead. <laughs> your father is very disappointed in you. seems to be cheering you on. <laughs> wow, you had a really bad childhood. Yes. Okay, right, so, uh, yeah. Uh, you wanted she... to banish him very bad, man. <laughs> Your mother, however, just keeps talking about you going to Juilliard and uh, shaking her head. <laughs> uh, you, uh, okay, as uh, you stand up, uh, Angela, while they're talking, uh, the, I said Tiffany? Uh, Kathy. Kathy. Oh, Kathy. Kathy is kind of just like watching her as you poke her, and she finally just kind of looks around, she's like, did you take a hit of the opium, love? Yes. Oh, no, honey, but, honey bear, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yes. Why do you say that so often? Yes? No, no, honey, you're a little hot. Listen, sometimes it's good for a girl to say no. No. She shakes her head, no. No. Exactly. Yes is for when they're rich. No. 
yes is when they're rich, and no is when you don't want them because they're not rich. No. Exactly. Okay. Oh, hi. Hello, Kathy, is it? Yes. No. Uh, yes. My name is Hopper Chant. No. I need to ask about uh, Thomas Peters. Um, okay. What do you want to know about him? <clears throat> uh, I understand that you and he were very close. Oh, uh, out of game. Sorry. I know I'm supposed to be all secretive about being an MI6 agent, but if you're going to play a one-shot, why would you bother? It is way cooler to walk into a room and be like, I can make all of you disappear! Let's do this! You don't have to be secretive about being an MI6. <laughs> yeah, no, it specifically says under the uh, secret oh. agent thing. Like, well, you you're don't supposed say to have cover IDs, and you're never supposed yeah. to talk about it. But honestly, listeners, that's not how I roll for a one-shot. You're fine. You're doing a good job. Precise. Don't, 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 yeah. What can I do for you, officer? I mean, it's not like you're like waving your MI6 around. You're saying you're an officer. I am. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> waving my MI6. MI6? Well, sometimes seven. <laughs> Golden here. Um. <laughs> There's a ghost in here. There's a chill in the room. <laughs> oh, blame it on the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. We understand that you and he were very close, um, and there was only one other person that he would sometimes spend time with, and her name was Adele. Oh, yes. Oh, she's the lucky one, love. Um, and she was uh, permanently employed by someone else. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. She She's living the dream. I mean, most of the girls, when they come around here, they, they use up their time, they get infected, and if they don't, they end up in on the streets, and... Hear, between you and me, the madam doesn't like her girls talking, if you hear, get my drift, love. I understand. I understand. But Adele got out. She was lucky. She's, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, according to her last postcard, she's working as a nurse. Meanwhile, cut scene two. Adele! It's coming through again! No! Find it! Find it! Oh, it! It's all the same! Got down! Got here! Cut scene back to you. Why are you screaming? Imagine how scared it is! <laughs> It's more afraid of you than you are of it. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 it's not afraid anymore. Run, 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 run! It's learned not to fear. Learns how to use doors or tombs. She decides, and then he goes back and lucky girl. <laughs> lucky girl. Oh, God. Poor girl. <clears throat> right. She's getting plenty of knowledge. It just shows her cut here and this gallon of gut, like pus hits her in the face. Ew. And she's seeing. She has plenty of light. I hear <laughs> it's just like electricity. <laughs> right. Right. Well, um, I motion towards the. Uh, I look towards uh, Mr. Watts, um, and uh, I, I lean over to Mr. Watts um, out of the earshot of Kathy. Watts, is there anything whisping about as we have this conversation? People, I mean, you see a couple ghosts yeah, kind of just lingering, ghosts, but, yeah. but they're kind of not, they're just, they're not, they're echoes. As in the guy dying from opium is literally just over and over again dying from opium. One guy is just kind of sitting at a table drinking over and over again, the same glass, just there's their lingerers, their echoes. They're reliving their moments yeah. of time mm-hmm. over and over and over again. No, nothing to be concerned about. Not down here. Right. Right. Anyway. Right, <coughs> Kathy. 
Kathleen, has there been a woman in here to see you by any chance? Uh, about fifty years old, uh, very fit for her age, uh, brunette, soft brown eyes, um, somewhat of a pockmark on her lower right uh, hand jaw, um, gentle sloping nose, uh, conservative clothing. Don't forget the breasts. No, we're breasts. <laughs> Angela, as he's describing this slowly, uh, you're kind of, now that she's talking to him, you're just wandering away, and suddenly you blink and you're looking straight ahead, and you're walking down the stairs, slowly but surely. Get up here. You're walking, and as you pass, you see the madam kind of just greeting you, just talking happily, and then you just kind of pass her. And you guys, you see actually Angela kind of straighten up her character, and she just walks towards the bar with a swagger, kind of leans against it, <laughs> just as a person who's in wearing a cloak leans against it, and suddenly you hear both women at the same time say, glass of brandy, please. Same tone, same everything, holding up a finger, uh, waving a finger. Uh, her and the woman who's wearing, like, it looks like, not a, like, not a cloak, but like a woman, a... A hood? Like, she has a hood on, like a... A shawl. Like, a shawl, a shawl. She's wearing okay. a shawl. Sweet. <clears throat> Brandy, please, and Angela, then you're just kind of blinking and you're knocked out of it, and you look around. All right, love, if you want brandies, hold on, both of you. And he starts going around, and uh, both of you are... Gabriel's already, like, immediately standing... Uh, Behind you, kind of. There's no longer just echoes in here. There is a very powerful ghost in this room right now, feeling really kind of like a whipped dog. So, yeah, I'm nearly saying, first of all, kill it. Kill it with fire. Stop pointing at Angela. (laughs) Kill it. Second off, we're not alone anymore. Something big. Something very, very powerful is here right now. Also, Brandy and that other woman. Check, check, check her. Get up. Is <laughs> he just motion towards the body? <laughs> That's amazing. Check to see if it's the boobs. <laughs> um, what do you look like to me? How do you think Scotland Yard works? <laughs> Both, uh, like, the Brandy sat down in front of her, and another Brandy is, uh, sat down, uh, in front of you, Angela. Poke it's at cold. It. So, like, just shoveling it up. Yeah, you, you oh, you're cupping your hand yeah. and, like, <laughs> drinking the brandy like a, that's adorable. Uh, that's, right, how I, that's how I do it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mark of a distinguished civilized, uh, civilized person. Yeah, that's on one word. <laughs> I call it alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like to involve a cup. I don't, I don't want to get, get anything more complicated between me and my brandy. Well, then you have to do the dishes afterwards. So. Exactly. Uh, this, this is better. This is better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's way better. I know Especially my... around like 5, 6 a.m. I don't know where that cup's been. Why don't you drink with a cup <laughs> while I don't like bringing a cup into my shower? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, Angela, you, you hear the guy, you know, anybody who wants to make a perception. Angela, you can hear it because you're right there, but you guys, you can make a perception roll as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that's... Uh, 14. What's perception uh, It's wits. Do-ba-do-ba-do... Uh, 17. You hear the woman mumbling, and you, she says, Angela, you hear it more closely. It's like, I hate this. Oh. And then she sets down the glass, and you hear a content sigh. Oh. So, 19 on that, by the way. Yeah. You okay. hear, like, the guy's like, oh, God, not this. Oh. 
And then he straightens up. And she straightens up. Do I notice the shoes? Oh, yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. Healed. Mm-hmm. It's her. Okay. There's a gun to her back. She straightens up immediately at that. Slowly raise your hands. By order of Her Majesty the Queen, under the authority of the Isles of Britain, you are under arrest. While he's, while he's doing that, I'm doing the, the reverse of the shot. Instead of empowering the area, I'm like lowering. Basically gives any, any ghosts a minus one to their will rolls because I'm making oh, it harder me. for them to manifest. She slowly turns her head, and uh, the look on her face is downtrodden. But is it... Uh, it's her. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Megan. Megan. <laughs> Megan, if you're in there and you can hear me, I'm going to do everything I can in order to get you... I'm really sorry, sir. Megan. You have to get out of here now. Take everyone... Starts motioning. He turns his head awkwardly as suddenly he looks towards you. She? Uh, she, Megan, turns his head. Uh, I'm saying he because uh, what you see is a man with a goatee, bushy eyebrows. This is just what yeah, Daniel sees. Yeah, just what Daniel sees. His face turns outside and he's moving. Like every, he, It's kind of like Megan is like a, a, a second behind his movements. So he turns his head. So you see goatee, bushy eyebrows, brown hair. A uh, youngish-looking man looks towards uh, looks towards Angela's character in complete revulsion, and of course you see Megan do the same thing yeah. after a second. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that feeling, mate. Oh my god, I'm gonna be sick. Oh! Get out of here now! And suddenly, everyone out. And uh, yeah, well, Reginald is gonna flash his badge and say uh, into the. To the madam, say, get all of your people out of here. The bar's closed! Okay, a couple of them, like, you know, oh, what's going on? A couple of people are annoyed. But <laughs> yeah. but suddenly, uh, out of Megan's hand, mm-hmm. and she holds out a gloved hand, and then that leather, op- leather opener comes out. Mm-hmm. And the guy, you know, you feel, as you're trying to decrease the energy, mm-hmm. the energy's starting, starting to pick up again, as if something's fighting yeah. against you. We're going to need a, a, a contested will roll on this. Gotcha. Uh, so nine plus will uh thirteen. Uh, but I do get to re-roll if I lost it. You yeah. lost it. You All rolled right, double wow. tens. Damn. Yeah, I do get that power to re-roll. So unless oh, I get no, double no, tens, no, no. Yeah, yeah, double yeah, tens. But I doubt it. <laughs> nope. So definitely lost. You it. feel that energy start fighting, and you hold out your hand, trying yeah. to keep it, you know, calm. Yeah. And suddenly you're thrown back as if uh, an, uh, an energy just slams into your face for. Just uh, a minor flesh wound. You feel your cheek yeah. get cut open, and you realize, oh, that's going to be a staple. Mm-hmm. you know. But you slam against the bar as uh, behind the bar, something slams into you, and you feel, uh, as these people are, you know, see a person get lifted up and thrown, they freak out, they're like living, and start running towards the door. And you see those echoes, those three echoes. The opium guy, one of the prostitutes, like leaning in, the guy's drinking beer. They suddenly shoot up with a new energy, and they jump into people. And suddenly, those living people stop, contort, and then they just kind of stand there, like, almost like animates for a second before turning towards you guys. Uh, David. Yo. Everybody, let's begin initiative. 16. 20. 7. Okay. This person's did, going at 19. Did you, did you take, uh, did you take nope. battle paralysis again? Nope, yeah. nope. Just, oh wait, uh, so actually be... 
Still, I can't. Yeah. I still. I can't math, but <laughs> it's okay. Still. All right. All right. <clears throat> cool. Uh, Angela, uh, this I'll say the bartender went at twenty-one. The okay. bartender, he uh, goes out. You know, he sees this like you know, so, like the woman with the gun with the knife. The knife comes out. He reaches out and he pulls out like a gun. He's uh-huh. like, hey, "I'm sorry, love, but not." And, and she just like without even looking, she like just slices through his hand. Uh, this is just to provide Angelo. So his yeah. hand, you know, clutching the pistol. Lands right in front of you, like on the bar. Can I use pistols even though I don't have the pistol skill? It's a rifle. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had like a shotgun. So it's like the Winchester. Like yeah. a Winchester. Yeah. And it just lands right on the the bar next to you. The guy screams out in pain, slumps over, has blood spraying everywhere. 20 goes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to drop my... Um, I'm going to drop my badge, holster my gun, and try to grapple her. Because this went really well last time. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, 12, 13, um, 18. Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. Grapple, you grab her, uh, you throw your arms around her again as she's distracted by cutting off the guy's arms. Yep. And right now you have her in a bear hug, kind yep. of from behind. And I'm going to tackle her to the ground. Okay, so, go ahead. So she's, nope, that's, it just automatically happens with, uh, with clap, the, clap the braces. Okay, so uh, you slam her down to the ground. She's going to try to break free from this. Okay. Um, it, uh, I mean, this trying to break out takes one of her actions, unless she has the break, no, free no, break no, out no, of action no. power. Yeah. Okay. Damn it! You know there's a lot of power behind her, but she's just not getting a good footing. <laughs> like, the heel breaks, and she kind of tumbles. So you have, like, you're holding her down right now, and from her, she's screaming at you to get out! He's coming! And... Yeah. Who's going next? Uh, goes 16? 16? I'll yeah. let you go. Uh, now that she's, uh, she's can't move. She tried breaking free. After you, you see, you see the two, two of the people, the opium ghost and the drunken ghost. They're charging after, charging him. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do have one power. It's etheric, because I don't have the full-on expellability. Uh, but I do have etheric dis- disruption. Basically, contestants will roll. If I make it, any... He, this, that spirit now suffers a minus one to its will rolls, and any powers that it was doing sort of like shut down for a moment. It doesn't get ejected from the body, but it gives the person being possessed awesome. a chance to Let's make another it. will roll. So which one are you doing to do? Opio? Uh, whichever one looks more dangerous. Which I'm uh, opium guy has a bo- bottle in his hand. Yeah, so definitely that one. I sort of like reach out my hand. You guys don't see this, nope. but anybody with spirit senses would see like just like waves of like etheric disruptions. like... Flying out from my hand, and that was a stupid five. Yeah, he just got nine. Okay. But I do get to reroll will rolls. Yeah, so do it again. It, so dice. That's slightly better. That's sixteen. It's not bad. Yeah, they got a fourteen. So you, the OP guy, is charging after you, and suddenly he just stops. He's like, "What?" You know, the, the man that he had possessed is like, "What? What am I doing?" Yeah. The, the, and basically, the, now that person has a chance to. They can make yeah. a will roll. To, right now, he's stunned. Uh, the other guy's still charging. Yeah. Uh, Angela, uh, you see the gun right in front of you, and then suddenly you see as you hear someone say, "Pull!" And you look up as someone throws like a, a it looks like almost like a mechanical dove into the air, and you, of course you can't help but grin. And then you look down and you see the gun that you're supposed to use to shoot the, the shoot the uh, the thing. But you reach out, you grab, and you take a shot. Go ahead. Is it a bolt action rifle? No. Oh, okay. Mm, ten. 
Suddenly, uh, as you're rebelling, you see Angela just kind of grab the gun. She screams at it, and then she turns and she fires at one of the guys running towards uh, okay. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, however, like you know, he gets hit in the shoulder and he stumbles mm-hmm. back, but he's still coming towards you. So you now have uh, David. You now have the woman locked down, kind of like your arms mm-hmm. behind her back. And she's uh-huh. struggling, and you see someone's charging you. Okay, uh, he's going to get to attack though. Okay, Angela didn't. She she wounded him slightly. Mm-hmm. So he's going to jump. Also, on he's you. possessed. Uh, mm-hmm. actually, um. Uh, yeah, Trips over the same broken shoe. <laughs> suddenly, uh, the woman, you know, you, you see, like, a glow from her eyes, and suddenly the, the the knife flies out and slams into the guy's chest. Okay. And he stumbles forward and then falls, and suddenly you see the spirit get ejected out of him quickly. And then the woman, her eyes go from uh, bright white mm-hmm. to suddenly complete, like, the sh- void. A void. As if completely, whatever was in her uh-huh. is now changed completely. Okay. And uh, you feel that definitely she's going to be uh, fighting back again the next round. But you have okay, everybody gone? Yeah. Okay, Angela, there's another prostitute you see walking towards you. Uh, you know she's not really... Yeah. Not real. Uh, not really the prostitute. She's possessed. Yeah. Okay, but the other guys, he's going to have a chance. So up top of round 20. Uh, okay. Or who gets... Uh, if you have a second attack, I think it's action. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to try to cuff her. No, I am going to cuff her. Um... It's a free action, so... All right, yeah, you cuff her. I, I cuff her, and then he's going to draw and fire at the first uh, person who seems... Prostitute. Uh, yeah, prostitute. Great, then you take a shot. Uh, two, five, that's no good. No, uh, the bullet goes wide because she slams into your knee and kind of makes you miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, uh, you get to go? Yeah. Um, Actually, she's, got, she's got a gun. Uh, apparently knows how to use it. And uh, he's, however, you know, still wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and get that, the other one. The, the, the prostitute. Has, yeah. no, no, there was one running at her, right? Uh, the prostitute. Yeah, but there's, there was a second person running at her. Killed, because he rolled double ones. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, right, right. So that one's dead. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, so yeah, prostitute then. Uh, eight, eleven, uh, eight, nine, ten, nine, 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 and she is going to, uh, and now the woman that you know you just cuffed, mm-hmm. she is going to try to use telekinetics. Ooh. Uh, the knife Wait, suddenly. Can she do that near me? No. You see the she can actually. She's not using it against you, but uh, the knife actually flies towards you. Mm-hmm. But since you're so close to her, it kind of veers off as if it's that energy around it can't be maintained, and it slams against the bar right next to you. Or, as far as Reginald is concerned, some freaky shit just happened. Yeah, freaky <laughs> shit just happened. Yeah. And, I'm going to uh, have to start shooting a lot more people. And, okay, <laughs> and now the prostitute's going to attack you. Hey. With her claws of 12. Claws of 12. No, I think, I, I, think I, have, I, have four, I have to roll 14, I think. So yeah. I, nope, I, I miss. Right. I have to roll 14, so I miss. Hey. So she jumps at you, and you expertly move out of the way. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Angela, you get to go. Uh, Once again, you hear someone in the distance, oh! and in your mind you see another of those doves fly off in the distance. Bam. 
14. Yeah, you take aim and you fire again the loud explosion, and suddenly the prostitute roll 2d10. Are you including the damage on that? No, she gets the roll. It, the damage is uh, the second one you roll. Oh, you okay. roll to attack and then you roll damage. Now oh, roll okay. damage. Okay. 18. 18, yeah. The prostitute sl- slams against, like, her back like is launched out of you. For a second you think she's lunging for you, but no, she flies into the wall and just, like, lays there. You see, like, the, the ghostly image of the prostitute pulls herself out of it and then dissolves into the ground. And, uh... Right now, uh, we only have that the person on the ground, like the the Megan is like, yep. going back and forth, screaming out in pain as uh, she's uh, trying to get loose, and then suddenly, completely limp. Check the pulse. She's breathing. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. The spirit's moving. Moving out of her. It moved out of her. It's somewhere in this room now. She's. It, got, it, it left her. She's fine for now, but it's still out there. Damn thing is faster than I can see. Well, where's it going? Probably out uh, to kill us. Yeah, you kind of guys are set there for a second. Yeah, uh, there's a few people. Yeah, one person, that guy who you, uh, you helped, he's just kind of sitting there in the corner, not really knowing what to do because the ghost is out of him. Yeah. You're noticing they're melting. Ghosts don't really melt. It's almost like they're being overcharged, <clears throat> and then they're dying again, if yeah. that's possible. You've seen a ghost after time, like, they kind of decompose the energy kind yeah. of that way, or they get more powerful by consuming other negative energies. These seem to be getting a spike of energy that destroys them. Where's the letter opener right now? Uh, on the bar. Close to Jane? Mm-hmm. Great. No one move. Everyone stay there, and I'm going to go try to... I'm going to go grab the letter opener. Okay. Before yeah. Jane can. <laughs> Looks like you've held it before, Angela, but you have your gun. No more bo- no more doves, though. You frowned. Uh, <laughs> you yep. reach out slowly and yep. you take the, the, the letter opener yep. off the bar. Hopper slowly lowers the muzzle of the gun away from himself, down to the ground. <laughs> well... On the other side, Hopper, Hopper, it has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> now, this thing is still out there. We need to find it and somehow kill it, more or less. Angela, suddenly totally open to ideas. Your eyes, you know, your eyes snap open as uh, you, uh, you're staring at the madam again, and she's like, Madam again, she's like, Douglas, Douglas, are you alright? <gasps> and Douglas grabs her by the throat, and suddenly the, the Douglas lets go of her, and then the madam's eyes just kind of blanks out for a second. She smiles, and she's like, thank you, Douglas, that was really helpful. And I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I'm really sorry. And suddenly the madam shoves her umbrella into Douglas's eyes. It almost seems like you're, you shift visions one time you're at Douglas's vision, and then you're into Madam, and you're looking out, sir, and you shove your, and then you're back. And the last thing you 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 understand is you hear is, not Adele. How much of that actually just happened, and how much of that was in my head? I'm I'm not sure at all what 
what is real right now as a as a player. You saw that in your head. I mean, that you, that all just happened right in you, your vision. Okay. Okay. All right, and that's what you, you that's what you saw. And, okay. What's wrong? No, I nothing. Oh, I was like, I was like, is it is it confusing or something? Well, the acid just kicked in for all of us. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I've been staring at that cat for a while. And <laughs> no, it's just, I. any time that visions start happening in a game, it becomes really difficult to tell, like, literally, like, what do only I know and what does anybody else know? That's what you know, then. Okay. So you spaced out and saw another murder, like that really terrible Alicia Silverstone movie that had, uh, from a while ago, what was it called? Fear? Or something like that. Anybody remember this from no. the nineties? She, she yeah, she she could see terrible. visions of the killer as he killed and it turned out to be a young guy. Okay, you know what, listeners, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like fear or some shit like that. I it know was, that was an X Files episode where the woman was seeing her her father's murder. Oh her that's father, awful. No, the the woman was seeing her father murder people. Oh, that's a little bit better. She was you lying. know, at least at least you're still connected to your dad, you know? I don't even call. So <laughs> All right. So, anyways, so I so we see Jane space out, um, and Hopper is throwing uh, is is throwing Megan over his shoulder, uh, still cuffed, and saying, "We need to. I need to call the Bobbies so she can be taken care of. Not taken care of. I mean, like taken care of." I don't know how you people operate. You've got <laughs> me locked in a room for the past fifty years. Rather taken care of. Uh, tell us where we should go after this. I wish I knew. At least I've got a pretty good taste of what its energy feels like. I suppose we could scour the area. You could try tracking it. You could. Well, then I need you to be our bloodhound. It came's afoot. And all that. Slobber, slobber. (laughs) Okay, so if you want to try to make a... uh, What do you have to... Can you track it? Let me see if I what the powers say, if anything... Uh, the speaker. I mean, the closest thing would be impression, and there's no real role to it. It's just, you know, I can kind of like feel. It's kind of like a ghost radar. I, I want you to do a uh, sources of energy. Okay, then do a. It's wits. Then you're you're trying to use your yeah. ability to track it. Oh, nice. Seventeen uh, twenty. You think you have a sense of where it's going? You have a sense of it. You kind of start leading everybody uh, out of the uh, place and. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, something, something that big and powerful probably leaves like an ethereal trail. It's kind of, exactly. Yeah. You're just kind of sniffing the air. You almost can taste it on the back of your, uh, and back of your mouth. It kind of makes you sick. Yeah. And excited as well. It's, it, it's an extremely powerful entity. Extremely powerful. Okay. Though there's a lingering bit of something else in it. Kind of like a fish that was just eaten by a fish. Both are, and both are there. But one's bigger, clearly. Yeah. And digesting the other. Yeah. <laughs> just, just. We'll right. wait for David. Well, once we've cleaned up this mess here, I suspect I know where we can follow it. So. <laughs> Daniel, as soon as you're like, can you track, can you believe our bloodhound? He starts, you know, he waves a hand around, closes mm-hmm. his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he gets that sense of something that's still there, something that, there, there, at least a trail. Like I described it to him, it feels almost like a fish that had eaten a fish. You're sensing both fishes. Hmm. And so you could track it, but it's, it's dying very quickly. Yeah. 
It's like we don't have a lot of time. It's not. It's only the unique nature of this being that allows me to track it at all. Which, this way, this way. Will this help? And I show him the uh, the letter up here. It's, it's basic parapsychology. It has its psychic resonance on it. Uh, in a way that would. No, I mean it, it. It's it's a good idea, but this is you're not even. Yeah, as it, as the, it, as the sense. On, here's the thing: the sense that's lingering all over that that uh, that knife. Mm-hmm. It's the little fish. It's the it's yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's, Put that away. It's it's like trying to smell a cheese right that's on the other side of the room, and you just put a big block of rock for it right from. Put that away. Okay, so you guys are uh, wandering off. Uh, uh, it, you do need a carriage, like definitely uh, a carriage. It, it's it's moving faster as if it has a horse or a carriage or it could be jumping bodies left and right, but something's going on. So everything says it's moving fast and faster than we can walk. So carriage or whatever, and some no, you it's over there. Yes, no, it's easy to grab a carriage. So you guys take off and you kill the guy. Uh, you take <laughs> off and you uh, are going as quickly as possible. You're telling it that it's a little weird. Like the, the guy's a little bit annoyed when you're like, "Where'd it go?" Just. I'll tell you in the turn. Yep. You know, and you actually start uh, heading towards the east end, uh, going as quickly as possible. Um, and by the time that you get there, you uh, you've kind of lost the scent, but you're in the you're in where it stopped. And all around you are broken buildings, uh, some shops. Uh, there's a doctor's office. You see. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a nicer spot, part of the East End. Uh, but you see, uh, there's a doctor's office. There's a bar across the street. There's uh, some broken buildings, an apartment building, all that jazz uh, going on right here. And you're and there's a, just problems of people like milling around. This is far as I can get us. If it's still here, it's gone to hiding. All right, listen. You have all of the resources of Her Majesty's. Secret Service at your disposal. What do you need? Do you need it to be cold? Do you need more excitement? Is there a certain sound? Well, you could raise the whole area to the ground. Would that help? You tell me! I mean, Reginald looks around like, oh, like he's doing the math in his head, and like, yeah, we could burn this whole place to the ground. We need to catch this thing. You're the person who does the police work. Now, I let us this far. Do you do some police work? Find somebody acting shady. Oh, yes. Look, <laughs> that's us. Those are those shady er. All right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, does this neighborhood trigger any sort of interest in me? I have, I mean, I have photographic memory. So if there's anything about uh, this neighborhood, like, oh yes, this is where the fire where eighteen people died, or uh, uh, sure, I mean. uh I mean, used to use uh, used to work the meat markets uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. Just mm-hmm. investigations in the meat markets, uh, where basically you would go around and talk to doctors about, mm-hmm. like, you know, what, especially if they're using kind of sanctioned doctors, pretty much. Yeah. So okay. So so body chop shops and stuff. Body like chop that. Illegal, shops, illegal yeah. organ clinics and stuff. So you attacks. pretty much were go. You occasionally would have to go to these doctors' offices and check them out to see if they have any illegal organs that are lying around. Uh, you you've been here before, uh, Doctor uh, Charles Israel. That's uh, mm-hmm. uh, his uh, office. He sent. He is a fine, upstanding, law-abiding citizen. Absolutely. Okay, this is where it gets really weird. 
I am effectively playing the backup character, and Jesus can confirm this, who knows Marcus. <laughs> so if Marcus bit it, this guy was supposed to investigate Marcus's death. If I got tired of playing an Irish Dompier, it was apparently a hundred-year-old stereotype. So, <laughs> um, but as that's not happening, I don't know how to play this. Um, right now, uh, you see on the do- on in front of the doctor's office, it says "closed for business." Um, Out of character, I'm mm-hmm. just going to tell you, uh-huh. this isn't the laboratory. Remember when you first played the game? You said there were two offices. The to- doctor had two offices. I don't remember the first game. Oh, okay. That was a while we, ago. Yeah, basically what you, I remember when I was listening to, you said there's two offices. There's the nice office where it's kind of like your basic doctor's office mm-hmm. that he uses, and then he has the lab, which is the <laughs> hellhole which you guys right. explained. And, and there's a reason I don't remember the first part, because we've never been there. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think there's more dust in that nice office. It could be squatters. Like any Daniel, when we first played uh, Unhallowed Metropolis, remember when you were talking about Charles Israel, you said there was like the lab, which you <laughs> used, which was the hellhole of nightmares and disease. And then there was like the... call it hell. Oh, <laughs> And then there was the office that you had. You're like, it's a nice office back then, you know. Yeah, because I mean, he is a practicing doctor. And every now and then he'll have to actually practice properly. This medicine. is that. <laughs> this is the doctor's office that we've never visited. You're in. a psychotic Watson. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So okay. this is this is that's the doctor's office. Uh, meat markets occasionally. You go in there. Always seems to clean. Uh, the bar, a couple bar fights happened. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how to play this. I guess I'm just gonna roll a, an alertness and see if I notice anything that could possibly be amiss. Uh, go ahead, perception Shambling win. bed. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Nope. But I get to re-roll because I have keen eyes. That is not that much better. Um, that's a 12. That's a 12. Is there anything amiss in the streets of London here? Okay. Okay, I'll give you this. There's this plague thing going on. There's this plague <laughs> thing. There's vampires. Go on. Hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vampires. Yeah. What? But yeah, yeah, 12 just, out of 13. Please. Yeah, bottle, bottle, uh, <laughs> ballpark it for me. Can we kill it? Okay, I'll give you this. Uh, the woman talked. You, you're having flashback to the woman talking to you. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany. Uh, Kathy. Kathy. Talking about how Adele, uh, Thomas always visited Adele. So mm-hmm. You knew that. Yeah. And now that she's a nurse. She was rescued by the Claytons. And then she also brought rescued. up that she's, she's now a nurse. Yeah. You remember that. I mean, those are the clues that you're thinking Did back it, of. Yeah, but I never got given the connection to Israel. Um, they have a nurse, doctor's office. Yeah. This is a long shot, and wildly irresponsible and illegal. And cue to the door of Israel's uh, place being kicked open. Yeah, as soon as you kick open the door, yeah. a woman screams. But not because she's getting attacked or anything. It's because you kicked open the door to... The doctor's office, and she was Not surprised. even knocking. Yeah, she well, was, well, that was a sign. It's, it's said open. Yeah, it actually says you know <laughs> closed, but she turns around. You know, be- oh, uh, beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. uh, curly hair. Mm-hmm. She spins around and she drops a package that she was holding, and she kind of holds up her hands as if she's ex- experiences before. 
Hopper slowly digs into his breast pocket and pulls out his badge and gives a very appreciative nod. Very good, young lady, very good. I'm uh, a police officer, you're not in any trouble. Okay, uh... We have a report of a man kicking down doors or some such. I think I've seen him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen him, and he's right in front of me. Listen, this yes. is... Good. Okay, uh... Listen, uh, ma'am, <laughs> sir, uh... This is, uh... This is a private resident. She's like, starts, mm-hmm. she's reciting a law that she clearly has memorized about how this is illegal. What mm-hmm. you just did. Yeah, and as she as as she recites it, Hopper just uh, puts on gloves and walks right by her like she's not even there. Excuse and me. Looking around. Excuse, and she's like following after you, like you know, trying to points at he points at Watts as the as uh, Watts and Jane walks in. Watts, close the door for me. <laughs> Another freak squad just rolls in. Listen, I'm sorry. This is a private matter. I didn't even see your badge. Okay. Oh, it's actually a badge. Uh, listen, if you're looking for uh, Mr. Uh, Dr. Israel, I'm sorry. He is not here right now. He is actually on a diplomatic mission to Prussia. You hear me? He is on a diplomatic mission, which means he's a diplomat. And by order of the queen, you should leave his stuff alone. Right, yes. Watts, anything? Uh, as you are uh, looking around... Uh, no, no. For a doctor's office in this kind of town, you always expect it to be a little bit more dead it would happen here, but not a lot of people have died here. A lot of spirits have been dragged here on accident. But not a lot of people have <laughs> been dragged here on accident. But not a lot of people have died in this place. It's almost like it's not used very much. Uh, right now, you're not feeling anything. But Nothing at the moment, but I keep my eyes open, as it were. Jane, does yes. anything in this place interest you? Yes. Anything like the anything like the toy box back at the old house? Uh, you don't get to be a master detective by being a schmuck. Uh, <laughs> you look around and there's a lot of interesting things. I mean, uh, there's. Needles, which are kind of yucky, you don't like. There's some knives, some scalpels, some surgical tools. But what you're most interested in is the woman. And uh, it's that when you look at her, you kind of stop and you point towards her. And she's like, uh, can I help you? And uh, there's a flash of memory in your head of her like trying to look seductive and her saying, oh, that's what you're into. Well, your type is not usually that way, but I'll give anything a try. And then you're kind of blinking back. And you you notice, you, you're starting to get a sense of when uh, Angela's uh, Jane starts having these flashes because her lips move and she's like mumbling things. Mm-hmm. that She doesn't say anything, but she mumbles. Mm-hmm. Jane, is there something you want to share with the rest of the class? That's not usually what your type is into. What, my type? I, I don't... I don't understand. Madam, I'm is... up for anything once. I beg your pardon? What's your name? I'm... I'm uh, Adele. I work for the doctor. Uh, you used to be employed at... The brothel. St. <laughs> John's Public House. Wow, that's a unique name I haven't heard of. <laughs> Man, I remember when I first started at the brothel, Saint John's Public House. 
<laughs> Why would you mention the brothel? St. John's Public House. In front of me. I haven't thought about the brothel. St. John's Public House. And you, <laughs> since I stopped working at it's the brothel. St. John's Public House. It's interesting you should ask because there was just a crime at. I'll wait till everyone's done laughing. The brothel. St. John's Public House. <clears throat> Angela, would you like to join the rest of the class for a second? No. Okay, so it's interesting because my name is Reginald and I'm a copper and I've just come from a crime at. The, the brothel. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Jay. I really hope Jesus takes the this time. Not tell him anything about this. And just says it like yeah. Yeah, the tipsy monkey in. The tipsy monkey in. <laughs> you used to be employed there. That's not what we hear about. Uh, you saw. Used to. Uh, you used to see a man named Thomas Peters. Uh, yeah. Is is he okay? Not in the slightest. Uh, I'm afraid Thomas Peters. Um, in a very roundabout way, may have gained the ire of a very malevolent spirit that is systematically going around eliminating, possessing, and then subsequently killing the women that Thomas Peters used to sleep with. You're the last on that list. What? My name is Reginald. No, I got that. I got that. Listen. Um, Okay. You know, I've, I've been a really good sport about these last couple months. I've dealt with a lot of weird stuff, but I haven't had to deal with ghosts. So, um, thank you, officer. Officer. But you and your friends can can go. If you're looking for the doctor, I'm sure he will be in in a couple months. Um, thank you, and get out. Where can yes. We... Is she okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. Nope, it's not right. <laughs> what? Where can we take Adele in order to pre- preserve well, listen, her I, life? Listen, I'm supposed to be meeting someone here, okay? I'm not leaving, okay? What? No. I really don't know where we could take her. That that thing wouldn't be able to get into the kind of power it's pushing it's back. around. You feel that lingering of which... energy. And suddenly there's a knock at the door. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Kill it. Now, at the door. It's, it's, that's it. It's, Will it's fire the, work? Open the door! It's the order of reason! You see a very tall woman and a balding, shorter man just standing there, along with about three other men. Oh, hello! And who are you? Where is it now? She is that abomination! Am I still uh, getting Abomination, are you right back there? Yeah, it's it's somewhere. One, it's, it's one of them. It's one of them. It's it's inside <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Shoot everyone. I'm so tempted just to do that so these characters never come back. <laughs> Your chance. Where's the abomination? I can spare you, abomination! Bam! I'm using Spitfire, and I'm just knocking both of them out. Just with what? My bare hands. I have advanced knockout and Spitfire. I can, I, I can just get the drop on them right now. On both of them. There's, yeah. there's three of the, uh, two of those guys, and then three just yeah. people, like other people, like they look like workers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, obviously it's the tall woman with the weapons. So yeah, she's the one with the weapon, honestly. So you yeah. probably want to take her out first. Yep. So go ahead. Yeah, sure. No, no, we have less than twelve hours. Reginald works for the motherfucking law. So wow. Okay, so that's fourteen plus. So that's nineteen. And you're trying to incapacitate her. Like, what do you have to roll for? That? Uh, she has to roll, I think, a seventeen to um, avoid. To, yeah, to knock it off. You. She's like, and suddenly you just swing, (laughs) nail the woman, and she just falls back, her glasses that she wears at the tip of her nose, just broken, Mm -hmm. and uh, the guy is... Gets punched too. Oh. Yep. Uh, Plus five, so that's uh, 713. You have to hit a 14 again. Okay. Alright, so... Okay. Alright, so you missed... Uh, do I catch, am I catching him flat-footed? Is he trying to dodge this? Because it's 11 if he's surprised. Sure. Sure, I'll say he's surprised. Okay. You punch him, and you'll see if he, how he does. Fails. Okay. Uh, yeah, they both just collapse to the ground. And, and they, get the guard, dra- yeah. they get dragged inside. The guards, well, the, the, the three dogs, well, the workers. three guards. Okay. Like they're they like, immediately are pulling out their weapons. Uh, you've already used your actions, mm-hmm. and they're like, Hey, freeze! Dude, freeze! 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 Cop! Bobby! Bobby! Slowly take out my identification and show it to all of them. Uh, one, you know... I make one phone call. What? And I swear to the crown, you will spend the rest of your days digging ice for people who make money sleeping. Go ahead and roll your intimidation. I don't have intimidation skills. Oh, it's charm. Okay. Uh, 13 plus... Charm. Fifteen. You see two of them back away, and uh, the guy, one of the guys, is like, "Okay, listen, man. Cl- clearly, mate, we we have a, a miscommunication. These people are under our protection because this guy is this guy is explaining that there's an authority above the queens. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> How dare he? Oh boy. <laughs> now, do I get to reroll willpower? I don't think I do. Nope. No. No. I really, I really don't. You feel that, in, that in, the itchiness that crosses mm-hmm. over your body. And you know in about a couple minutes you're going to have to roll again if you... Uh, yeah. There, one guy actually steps forward. He's like, listen, mate. Don't know what's going on, but I was paid good money, and the Bobbies are serving these people. Reginald these are diplomatic docks up to that man and grabs him, by the, uh, grabs him by the lapels and swings him against the wall three times. Bam! 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 He's going to fight back. You on. look at me, and you tell me. Who is greater than the queen? He's fine. He's going to try to get okay. tiger, tiger. Yeah. Yeah. He, he clocks you across, uh, and that leads the other two to jump in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the other one to jump in. You, yeah. I'll, I'll get to you. There's, say, a, there's a presence here. Right. Yay, range issues. Right. Oh, wait, that's right. I'm <laughs> like negative crazy, uh, crazy things for, for one out me. Okay, so he hits you for... No, this is a flash room for now. Okay. No problem. A busted lens that hurts. Okay. Cool. And the other one's trying to grab your arm as you're like slamming against the wall. Okie dokie. Boop, 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 boop. So that would be 10 on the head. Okay, cool. So I guess initiative? Yeah, initiative. In case Shotgun Jane wants to jump yeah. in here. Five plus five, 10. So. 10. Um, 13 plus 19. Okay. Yeah, plus prowess, 19. Yeah, you, you're 
one gets the, one is going first, and the okay. other two is okay. So basically, uh, this is what you guys see uh, as these two, as two of the cops, or like you know, they look like workers, but clearly they were hired security. Mm-hmm. Uh, jump on you to try to you know calm mm-hmm. you down because yep. you, you seem rather erratic for uh, officer. Yeah, you see Reginald just friggin' lose it. <laughs> like uh, he just starts a fight. You see one briskly walks past, uh, walks past, uh, and as he's coming closer, you feel that energy yeah. behind him. And he's just, he looks around and he looks down at the package, and then he looks, he quickly darts an eye towards Adele, and through a voice that doesn't even sound like human, he asks, is that from the train? And she kind of just, you feel that there'd be more behind that voice. You all kind of want to tell the truth suddenly. Just deep down inside, I mean, I'm sure you're like, I have anger issues, and you're like, yeah. Oh, I just start yelling, I'm going to beat you all to death. Yeah. And suddenly Adele's like, yeah, that's that's from the train. The order of reason was supposed to pick it up from, the doctor left it for them. This is, and he's like, excellent. And he reaches down and he's grabbing it. Yes, yeah, as, as he's moving to reach it down, that's when I go like, you stop, turn around, and leave here right now. And like, doing the command, trying to command. Yeah. Okay. Which I know probably not work, but you know, twelve plus four sixteen. Okay, you beat him on that one, but he gets the reroll. All failed. Wills. Just like me. Yeah. How much? A uh, sixteen. Sixteen. So I still, so I get to reroll in that case. Cause I yeah, still go ahead. Because that means I failed, so I get to reroll. Uh, five, nope. Uh, so he he makes it. Uh, he kind of pauses. You use your corruption. Actually, I can use my corruption. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's that work again? Uh, you you re-roll. You re-roll. And then uh, you gain a point? Or is that, was that no, no, no. You have... How many corruption do you have? I have two. You have two re-rolls you can do before you have to take a... Yeah. Point of yeah. Okay. So, uh, one more time because this is important. Uh, 12... 16 again. Damn. Okay. And, yeah. uh, he actually grabs the package, but you do feel that falter. Yeah, there, there's definitely like a bit of a tug of war. Here, here's, here's the thing. You, you dislodge the tiny fish inside of it. The, the other spirit. There's, and you realize you're suddenly dealing with two. And you kind of dislodge the other one, and it kind of flies against the wall. And, you know, you guys don't see it, but you see like this man, this ethereal being, slams into the wall. And because it knows that walls are supposed to break when you hit it, the wall is, is just crashes, mm-hmm. and uh, a cabinet falls down. Adele screeches out. So at do all of us just see a wall crumble with no apparent yeah. impact? Absolutely. Other than just me sort of like motioning around, it's a wizard! <laughs> yeah. And uh, suddenly the other, the, the ghost that still remains in the guy, uh, he's just letting at the biggest, gr- he just grins towards you. Okay, 19 gets to go. Okay, uh, I, I proceed to beat these men to death. Uh, Declaration of intent. Yes. Uh, no, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna knock everybody out. Um, make a, a next round. You need to roll again for well. Okay, that's fine. So this is a twelve plus five, seventeen. Knocked him out. Okay, and then the next guy. Have you seen Spitfire? Has to be a. He. You knock him really good. Do damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll damage for it. Okay. Uh, this is on the head. Is he? Uh, does he have protection on his head? No. Okay. Uh, no, he does not. So that is uh, eleven plus. Now I have a prowess. Uh, no, normally it'd be plus vitality, uh, but I have uh, brutality, which allows me to use my unarmed combat instead. So that is a twelve plus five, 
17. Incapacitate him. You, okay. you still knock him out. You, yep. And they both are laying on the ground, and you're just sitting there huffing and puffing. Angela, you get to go? Yeah, if you want to go non-lethal, like, you can really make a decent brawler in this yeah, game. you can. I really wish I had known that when I made Marcus. But Angela, you're just kind of standing there as all, you know, Adele lets out a scream as one of the cabinets looked like it's about to tumble on top of her. Uh, but your turn. Um, I will... I'm going to... I have to just kind of push her out of the way to keep okay. her from getting crushed under a cabinet. That sounds fine. Go ahead and make a, uh, an acrobatics roll. Two. Head acrobatics on it, yes. Uh, 13, 15. Yeah, you jump and you grab her and you both, like, roll out of the way as it comes crashing down. Uh, and, uh, She's fine. Uh, Doc, uh, it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, so there's still like a second spirit inside it. The big spirit. The one that was seemed to be controlling the other one. All right. That one I know is probably not going to respond to commands. So instead I'm going to try and just weaken it. You know, anything I can do to weaken it again, which is basically just the etheric disruption, again, basically lowers... It's yeah, rolled effectively by one and gives whoever it's possessing a chance to break the possession. Uh, 13 plus 4, 15. So okay. it's a contested, yeah, so it gets to roll. It probably gets a lot more than that. Yeah. And the, I do get a reroll, just in case. Oh, yeah. and, ooh, uh, 20. Total. It, I think it gets a reroll too, though, right? Oh, yeah, this thing is awesome. 20. Again, it's like I'm sorry. No, I'm fine. It has a five. Out, in, yeah. out of character. Uh, this fine. thing is character, the most in, one of the most intense spirits you've ever felt. Yeah. And you dig your heels into the ground as it slowly starts pushing away from you, and you actually stall it. And it's both. It suddenly it reaches, punches right into like makes the guy punch right into the uh, the the package, rips out, and it looks like a detonator. But when he clicks down on it, suddenly a syringe comes out. And the guy lets out, a, and the spirit lets out the biggest grin. He's like, I was getting tired of this game anyways. And suddenly, it slams the syringe right into the guy's chest. And then it flies out. And you see this spirit, this hauntingly black mass made up of thousands of spirits swirling around it. And it just gets pulled away. And gone. Leaving the guy just sitting there, hold, you know, holding the syringe into his stomach. Just kind of trying to get catch his breath. Are you done? <laughs> I think I've still got one more one more guy fighting. Yeah, yeah. no, no, you knocked Reginald. both out. Knocked okay, both, cool. yeah. yeah. Uh, there's three there's three people, you knocked out two, the third is not with us right now. Oh, that's right. <sighs> Adele, her eyes are opened and she's like, Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. No. That's that's that was from the and the, suddenly you hear the voice, the annoying voice. What's going on? And the guy turns around, and the guy's like, "What? What is this?" He pulls out the syringe, and you see it's the order of reason, the mail. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh dear, oh dear, I'll shoot him, shoot him now!" Bam! Go ahead. Don't have to tell that was actually Christ. that was actually going to be Reginald's move, anyways. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, sucks. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say he takes his gun and he. I don't know. No, no. Little twerp, you, the, you little, fire. the little twerp guy grabs Reginald's leg just as he fires. And he no, no, no. You fire. Yeah. And it's dead on, but suddenly the guy raises his arm mm-hmm. and tumorous masses fill it out. 
as his fingers turn into sausage-like, gorilla-like mitts. His shoulder dislocates as the as the wound closes up around the bullets, and suddenly he jerks his, you know, his body starts contorting. And Adele said, We were we were transferring a, a serum we got from some terrorists on the train! It's a throat! And then she is she is trying to make herself as small as possible inside a cabinet. And suddenly, this guy just starts mutating in front of you. Oh boy. Everyone out! We need the Death Watch! Everyone out! I'm already outside! <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he just gets into a, like, small, like, like helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> no, the order of reason, uh, he's dragging the woman away. Uh, okay. the, the guy. Yeah. And, uh, this guy is mutating in front of you. And you're just watching, kind of like, oh, cool, you know. Whatever yeah, you like, want to do. Like, just it's kind of terrifying, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird and it's gross, but she doesn't have the fight or flight response mm-hmm. yet. It's just like, that's a weird, gross thing. But Yep, that, that's weird and gross. So what are you doing, uh, both of you then? So you're just staring. Uh, you see her just kind of staring wide-eyed as Adele is trying to crawl into a cabinet because they're blocked inside this place as this guy is in the lone hallway leading the door, turning giant. So, honestly, you're still trapped in this room, yeah, too. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, I would like my cats now. <laughs> <laughs> help, policeman! You! Copper! Copper! Uh, help! Gonna unload help. His, Reginald's going to unload his gun into uh, the back of... Uh, the back of the person... Nope. Um... Into the back of the uh, the yeah, do as much throat. damage uh, as you can. You get three shots. Okay, so I'm going to aim for his line. head uh, with quick aim. Minus three. Um, all right. So, but I have quick aim. Well, no, minus three automatically is when you're aiming for something. Quick aim doesn't mean you you can aim quickly. You don't have to. You, you oh, I don't have to spend a turn doing yeah. it. Okay. So fuck nineteen. Okay, you hit him on that so, one. So roll damage. All right. So, 11 plus 5, so 16 uh, okay. to the head. And uh, then... Plus, if you hit a head, uh, there's an extra plus 5 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I factor that. Oh, oh okay. but I don't know how much my guns do. I think it's plus 5. Mm-hmm. So, that was 15, so that's 20 to okay. the head. Um, and then the second one is not as good. It is 8 um, plus 2, 10. So, yeah, no, I missed with the second All one. Right. And then the third one is... Fucking nat 20! Um, yeah. So, blow. So, 14 plus, so, 19, uh, with whatever nat 20 is, man. Okay. You're not, you didn't kill this thing. No. But you did. There was a window, and that was closed. Basically what he does, as this thing's turn, like, slowly gets up. Technically. This is a throat. You know. I mean, yeah, if this was a human, it'd be dead. Mm -hmm. Like, two times over. Mm -hmm. This is a throat. It's turned into a throat. Mm-hmm. As it turns and looks on you guys, it opens its mouth with a... And suddenly you hear, bang, 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 bang! And it falls straight onto its face. Like, leaving you with a perilous decision of, you can jump over it. Mm. Now that... And its brains are splattered, but you can see it slowly starting to close up. You've pretty much unloaded your pistol. Yep. That's into it. Yep. Uh... So you guys can make a, a, a roll to get out of this place. Yeah. Flee. We gotta get out of this So it's thing. just um, coordination, I'm guessing? Yeah, coordination. Uh, or a- acrobatics, if you want. If you want to take anybody with you, uh, that will be in a minus two to your roll. 
It's an abomination. All right, cool. <laughs> so, no. Uh, yeah, 9 plus 2, 11. So, probably nope, you, make it up. Honestly, 11 was all I was going for. 11 oh. is an easy task. Yep. Uh, to jump over a dead healing It's not throat. fun, but it is easy. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you see me... Uh, Burn the place! Burn the place down! All of it! Take it all down! Um, I think that Jane is going to turn around and uh, try to get Adele out. Okay, so you she turn you turn around towards you, and then you suddenly remember, you're like, can I have your hand? Just like he's taught you. And she yeah. grabs onto it, and go ahead, try to get her out. Let's roll intelligence to see if Jane remembers the next part of this. <laughs> uh, what was it? Coordination? <laughs> what? Nine. Okay. Well, uh, do you want to do you want to use your corrupt uh, reroll uh, for your corruption? Uh, yes. Why not? No one ever rerolls well when they do this, though. No. What? Uh, twelve. Yay! Hey. Okay. It was better than before. By, yeah. by dropping Adele, you get a few more feet. No. You guys kind of jump over both of you and quickly just dart off past you as this creature suddenly raises back up, injured, very injured, but you see the back of its head slowly closing up, and then it, slur- it turns towards you and just growls. Yep. Or gets ready to growl. Yeah, Reginald's no fool. He's getting Growling out of there. Growling is not a free action. Oh, right. <laughs> Gotta uh, roll it. This is a stressful situation, and yep. that was after you kicked the shit out of those guys, so it's difficulty 14. Okay. <laughs> you know, nah. nah. You know what? You nah. had a bad day. Yeah, no. Reginald just fucking throws his gun to the side, takes off his badge, and starts to crush it in an ever-growing hand. And suddenly, Reginald lets out his own throaty moan. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different transformation for Reginald. There's still cold in here. <laughs> Jane is just positive this is actually a normal thing. I mean, if it, uh, if it happens twice. Exactly. You, you, you crush your badge in your hand, yeah. and then you reach up with your, as your shoulder starts to dislocate, mm-hmm. tearing your, uh, your, your sleeve off. Mm-hmm. You reach up with your normal hand, and you undo your tie, yeah. and just toss it to the side. And suddenly that hand elongates, and within a second mm-hmm. or two, you are a couple more, you're a couple more feet tall, bulkier, and you let out a bellow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I run. <laughs> you can. Yeah, no, actually, that's not a bad idea. Uh, I'm going to uh, grab the, uh, the, 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 the doorway mm-hmm. and try to collapse it. Do it. And my, ne- my intent for my next action is to grab the civilians and get the fuck out of here. Okay. All right. So Hulk smash. And Hulk noticed that the architecture is actually quite sound. No. Um, yeah, so that's uh, 8, 6, 14... Uh, plus vitality, so that's a 19. Oh, yeah, you rip this thing down, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it, whatever was in the second floor just flo- like just collapses down on it. No one uses this place anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. The doctor will find out, like, two years later, we're in my office! <laughs> got collapsed. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it collapses in on itself. You hear a, 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 a cry that the bellow of a throat as it, you know, takes a lot of damage again. Mm-hmm. And you then you turn around, and running on, like, all fours, yep. kind of like a gorilla, you are out of the... You, you break through the doorway, like, mm-hmm. crashing through it, yep. as you see these two... These three people are just, like, kind of booking it mm-hmm. with their normal human legs. <laughs> Puny steampunk mortals. 
yeah, so you're being chased by a throat that was Reginald now. You can understandably respond however you want. Surrender, my freaks! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. The massive hands <laughs> yeah. sweep up the uh, it, under one arm like a like a bushel, um, and leaps into the air. You leap into the air just as you hear a, a scream of frustration and mm. anger as a fist breaks through the and you uh, break through the pile of what was the doctor's office, yep. uh, and you slam against the side of the building, mm-hmm. uh, and then digging your fingers in and slowly start making your way up into the yep. uh, the, the, the the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing's gonna try to follow you at major minuses. Fuck you, wow. though. It burst out of this thing like a fat out of Heinies. Yep. And uh, basically, by the time you reach the roof, it lands right next to you, and you and it's gonna make an attack on you. Luckily, I have an arm full of weapons, fleshy small weapons that I can hit it with. Uh, I have a weapon specialty uh, in eighteen. Friends. Eighteen. 18. Alright. So, 14 plus his vitality is, I'm going to say 5, so 19. Okay. So I get to minus my vitality from that, um, so that's 14. 14, Um, and uh, do you have any armor on? No, you wouldn't have any armor on you. Uh, So, yeah, 14. It hurts a little bit. Okay. And that's tagged onto my head? Yeah. Oh, no, it hits you in in the chest. Okay. Okay, so 10 on that, 14 on the torso. All right, I totally dropped the humans. Yeah, you guys kind of flop on the ground, start rolling down the side of because it's a curved yeah uh, roof, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you guys roll a little bit, but uh, initiative. Okay. Fourteen. Uh, let's see, eight and four would be twelve. Thirteen plus so nineteen. Okay, he goes at eighteen. So 18. okay, who goes first? I do. Okay, go ahead. He gotten a punch on you, but what do you do? I'm gonna dig into his eyeballs. Sweet. Yeah. He can't chase what he cannot see. I think. <laughs> um, Gory LaForge. Ah, Bolly. So, a... Um, oh, well, plus vitality. So, 14. Yeah, you hit him. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, now you do your damage. Ah, Bollocks. So, that's... 8 plus 13. Uh, yeah. It's a flesh room. You, sl- yeah. you slash one of his eyes, but the other one catches your uh, hands and gets yep. the claw out before yep. you scratch him. And uh, he's going to take a try to take a bite out of you. Yay! Wow. He hits. Nice. nice. Yeah, he hits for, for uh, 17. 17. Okay. Um, so that's, not, that's still just a severe wound, the same thing that you had last time. Um, oh, shit, did I not take that? That's interesting. Not a severe wound, a... Uh, a moderate room. Both of them are moderate room stuff. Okay. Um, a moderate room on a moderate room means you just have a minus two, I think. Can I try to defend at all? Do I oh, yeah, dodge absolutely. Or yeah, absolutely. You can dodge. All right. So, actually, I'm going to try to. But you're using one of your actions then to yeah, dodge. I'll try so. to parry. So, that's a better chance there. Uh, 10 plus 5, so 15. Uh, he rolled a little higher than that, so he gets you for uh, okay. a moderate room. Okay. All right, you guys get to go? Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I went before you. Yeah, you, you. go first, yeah. Um, I guess, uh, it, is it alright for Jane to shoot Yeah, now? yeah, you are understanding, you are vastly learning about this class. These guys are your friends, so whatever's attacking them, it works out well to shoot them. Okay. <laughs> you, don't, don't let your inability, your, your, your newness, uh, 
question yourself. It's, it's a good good idea to shoot. Bang. Nope. Uh, let's see. It's 10, 13. Ah, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. 13. Uh, doctor? I mean, I mean, uh, Smiley? I'm going to try and calm it down. I have empathy too. Uh, soul manipulation. Basically, it's it, I have to touch it. If I manage to touch it, I can use my power on it. Would basically be infusing calm into it. It's a contested will roll. Uh, I, don't I don't know. even know if that's possible. Yeah, for throw, a throw. yeah, throps don't have technically don't have will, do they? Or they have will. Try it. I mean, it's worth a shot. They have will um, because they get a, uh, they get minuses. Yeah, so so that I mean, it would actually make sense that they're more easily emotionally manipulated yeah, by it. power because they're just pure emotional creatures. Anyway, I'll try it. Uh, so, yeah, it's just... The only thing at risk is your hand being Yeah, pretty off. much, yeah. So that's, uh, 7, 9, uh, plus 4, 13. Mm, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't grab it. That's all right, then I can't... But you're I getting closer. You're slowly, you're yeah. slowly taking off your glove, and yeah. that kind of hesitates. And that one I don't get to re-roll, because it's not a, uh, right. it's not a medium-related roll. Uh, David, you get to go now? Okay, I'm going to grapple him. Great, grapple him, grapple him. pretty well. Uh, 9, plus, uh... Five, so 14? that's fourteen. Wait, yes, you hit him. So okay. try grappling him. Uh, no, that, I mean it's, it's just the world to see if I grapple or not. All right, you name him. And I'm going to use uh, clap the braces, and so I'm going to uh, yeah, I'm going to take him down. All right, cool. Try it. And then what do I have to do to nothing? I I just do it because clap the braces basically means that that the other stuff you can do like do a takedown, start a choke, and stuff like yeah. that automatically starts happening. You're just a specialist at advancing a grapple. Okay, so yeah. when it's his turn, he gets to make a... Yeah, he gets to make a contested rolled seat. So yeah, you leap onto his back and get him down, and you're kind of holding him, and you hear the downs, uh, un- like, underneath you, people are, like, freaking out because there's a throat battle That's about on. right. That's, that's the right move. That's and the right move. Why is that man trying to touch that throat? Yeah. <laughs> And, and uh, show us on the doll where the corpse right. touched you. Uh, gonna, he's going to try to break free. Okay. 15 plus throat bridge, 20. Okay. Uh, so that's a 12 plus, so yeah, okay. So he breaks free, breaks free but that's all he did this round. He mm-hmm. lets out a roar. Go ahead, uh, Angela. Shooting. <clears throat> nope, 13 again. All right, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And uh, go ahead. Keep it still. Uh, fourteen this time. Yeah, you finally, you know, you take you take a breath and you reach out and you go ahead and try to calm it down. Yeah, all right, so another proper rule. Uh, ooh, nice. Sixteen plus four, twenty. Eleven. So I mean, uh, I mean it's it's, I mean, it's yeah, it's an immediate emotional manipulation. So if anything, it might you know like cause it to sort of like I I wouldn't expect it to just like become a Zen master now. But it might like slump, like as its rage sort of like simmers down and gives him a moment to like get a better grip on yeah. it before it like goes all ragey yeah. again. Once it, right now, uh, you you reaffirmed your breakdown on him. You st- you're still holding him then. Sweet. So you could your second move can be into whatever you want me to do. You want to do now? Um, I'm just gonna try to. Um, I'm going to choke him. I'm gonna start a start a uh, grapple choke. Okay, so you're like you're holding, you know, like yeah. So himself. next round, basically. Every round, he loses a vitality until he's unconscious dead. or dead. Okay, yeah. so let's do it. So uh, so he just has to try to break free, free again. So he's going to actually have a minus three to that because he was calm for that first time. So 15. Okay. Uh, 12, actually, because okay. of minus three, I said. Um, okay, so that's um, 
Nine plus five, so that's a thirteen. All right, you so. beat him on that one. Uh, so Te- technically, though, and just the way the power's in the book, as long as I maintain that psychic contest, I guess as long as I'm still touching him, he would still f- continue oh. feeling. Normally, it's a line of sight, but since my limitation is touch, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you can make me like have to keep rolling. No, to no, 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 it makes sense. Okay, uh, he rolled like two. Okay, I got four. Damn it! Okay. We're just going to keep on doing it. Okay. Yeah, so that's a 9, he so it's a like 14. Under 10. Okay. That was his last bit. Uh, 10, uh, 13. Okay. Oh, he might have gotten away. Uh, yeah. So he, yeah, he... Do you, he, want, do you want to do uh, uh, Corruption? Yeah, I'm going to use my, corrupt, my one corruption on this, on this guy. And I'm going to get 10, 15. Okay, okay, one more time. And he's dead. Okay. Incredibly weakened. Right, so you got him. Yeah. Okay. I, rolled a, I rolled a seven, and you yeah. already have a seven on there. Yeah. Uh, you hold on to it, and finally, after like a minute or two, it stops moving. And it's just dead, and you just kind of let it slump. And uh, then Angela Reginald, comes up and like shoots it. Reginald is, gonna, is going to like dislodge his own shoulder, snapping its neck. Yeah, the thing, <laughs> the thing twists at an amazing... Incredibly weird angle. Tumbles down the side. You jump out of the way. Hits the uh, uh, the roof and tumbles down into the unhallowed metropolis. Mm-hmm. Slamming down on a uh, on a, uh, a carriage. Feeding a family of ghouls for years. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving for somebody down there. Yeah. And uh, you you could try to revert back. Yep. Gonna have to do that. Yeah. Roll willpower. Just eleven. Um. Doop, 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 doop. So that's an eight. Nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, eleven. Okay. You, you slowly revert back. Your body is feels overstretched, overworked. You're exhausted. Your skin looks like it has cracks in it. Oh. And you just kind of slump down, uh, slump down on the roof. And uh, after about a minute, you hear the sirens go off. Now they're coming. <laughs> they were coming, anyways. Uh, and honestly, what happens is. Uh, the M6 come get you. Mm-hmm. All of you. You know, they, they, hey, there's a throat attack. Oh dear. You know, <laughs> they have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. So you guys are brought back. Um, but as, uh, you know, as you are laying there and Adele's treating your wounds, trying to help you out, and mm-hmm. you're kind of just sitting there as well, watching this or doing whatever you want to do, uh, you look up and, uh, the spirit that you had thrown out of this thing. Like banished away from this thing, he's just standing on the roof, and he's just staring at you. Oh, hello. the smaller or the bigger one? The smaller one. Smaller. The bigger one was like a cloud, a tornado, dark cloud of mm-hmm. spirits, thousands of them. Mm-hmm. This was one spirit that it was controlling. It seemed. Mm-hmm. I suppose you're here to thank me. I am sorry. I have to get going. I've been. Stuck in that thing for months. I have to. I have to find my family. It's, it's all right. It's all right. What you can you tell me about that thing before you go? What do you think it is? I've some sort of amalgam. I've never seen anything like it. It's a cre- it, it, it's, it's a man. But when it whispers, it, it controls our minds. It's a, I hear its mind. It's voice in my mind, and it just compels me to do the things. It's compelling us all to do these things. 
never known of a medium with that much power. It's not a medium, it's... It's like telepathy. I... have to go. And then he looks towards that, uh, Angela. Don't trust her. Don't trust I don't me. know what she is, but she is not... me. And she and then he vanishes. Like, well, I was already on board with the not trusting that thing. Like, and then yeah. MI6 comes and picks you up. Yeah, as soon as MI6 is like, I don't mean to alarm any of you fellas, but it has a gun. <laughs> he says, like, pointing at Angela. But yeah, as soon as they notice that, you're just kind of holding the gun, you know. They, they come towards you like, hey, 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 we'll take that right now. No. Give, uh... <coughs> Blood down onto a pristine mustache and, like, uh, mask. He takes away the rebreather. Uh... Jane, it's the toy opens at the bottom there, darling. The nice men need the thing inside, and I basically tell her how to unload it. Oh, she she looks at it and she looks at you and it's like, it's not a toy. Oh, I don't like her. I don't, <laughs> her. I don't like her. And then she very competently unloads it. Yeah, it just they immediately rushing like down the military bullets. precision. As soon as I see her go with that sort of skill, I'm like. Don't trust it. Are you okay, sir? You look a little peckish yourself. Don't trust you either. <laughs> Where are my cats? <laughs> you guys get in, and uh, Gabe, you know, he brings you to the uh, library that's been renovated for years. The guards are outside, the bobbies, and then there's actual guards of the M6, and then you guys go into the smoking lounge. And Gabe waves, uh, Agent Gabe, uh, raves you, and he's like, oh, good, good, good. Uh, uh, we heard about the fight. Uh, we don't really uh, condone throps, uh, a throp attack. Uh, uh, you've, you've already been like, they, they're treating you. Like, yeah. You, they're kind of like doing this, like patching you up as yeah. like, I've got a, a I've, I mean, I've got a, I've got a, uh, not a stilt, what is it, a walking stick? Yeah. Um, you know, bandage up my arms in a sling. Uh, they probably have like, uh, they have a small chemical, uh, uh, depositor attached to my, to the major vein of my neck that's slowly feeding me like, uh, drugs to sedate me, like serotonin yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of looking through like bleary bloodshot eyes, like standing on one but, foot. Yeah, he's like, but uh, we have no idea what. Uh, according to the the woman, the uh, we of course tried pressing charges for having throat uh, serum, but apparently uh, she was delivering it to the authorities. Uh, the doctor she works for apparently his train was attacked by terrorists and. Uh, he had the right mind to actually search the compartment for those terrorist baggage after they were killed, after they turned into thropes, and he found more serum. Uh, she, he left him with her to return to the Order of Reason, which is another group you guys do not need to know about. And uh, they were making the drop that day. We have no idea how this, this thing knew about it, but it clearly did. Uh, did you find out anything? Not very much. My specialty is the dead. What's controlling... Okay. Go back. This thing is not one spirit. It is dozens, possibly hundreds of spirits all being controlled at once. I have never seen a medium with that much power over an entire throng of spirits all at once. Uh, I managed to... I suppose you would call it dislodge one of the one of the spirits from within it, and it claimed that it wasn't a medium doing this. It was a telepath. 
I telepath. I, I, I'm hoping you people know better than I do. A telepath cannot control spirits. They're dead. Well, that's that's all I've. That's all it told me. Whatever was pulling the shots here, whatever's giving the orders, it wasn't the control a medium can exert. It was like receiving orders in their minds, like a telepath. That's the best I can give you there. Also, that and don't trust it. <laughs> all right. Um, Jane? Yes. Are you doing all right? Yes. Did do you have anything to add about the encounter? No. All right. And, and how are you doing, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to put on my report, sir, that due to the... Experiences of the last 24 hours. Any such discussion that would involve the words that can't happen should be struck from the records. Yes. For I've seen and experienced things that rewrite many of the rules we take for granted. The two individuals were... Absolutely indispensable in the protection of civilians and in the orderly process of the investigation. Hurrah, hurrah. Second, I don't know who the Order of Reason are, but if they or any of their personnel ever insinuate that there is an authority higher than Her Majesty's crown, I will react in the same manner as I did just now, earlier, in the most British way possible. Understandable. And I will never lose a minute of sleep, mostly because of this. Just, of course. Um, So contact our scientists, perhaps there's a new spirit or a telepathic... I actually uh, have... We have some of the boys working out. The letter that we, we actually had uh, some of our forensic scientists run through it, uh, you know, judging by wording. They say if this was a human writing this, a man, this, w- this letter would not be a truthful statement. It's a farce. It's someone, it's, uh, someone trying to be a copycat. These are, these are Jack the Ripper's words, but from what we know of Jack the Ripper, it this is all cliches. All cliches. I, whatever this thing is, it's not Jack the Ripper, I don't believe. It's having fun. I'm glad somebody is. I'm glad, yes, indeed. Yes. Alright. So, with that in mind... I want you all to go rest up. We have a panic in the morning. Maybe I can convince some of the newspapers not to run it, uh, this uh, story, but Lord willing, being uh, this is a free country still, it is up to them to choose. Uh, we will do our best. Uh, until then, uh, you all can go back. Uh, we have made sure your cats are well fed. Uh, Owen Holmes is uh, being a little bit of a troublemaker. <laughs> Stole the... Uh, always is. And... Good night. He stands up and he's moving away, uh, leaving you guys at the table. <laughs> <laughs>
I have nothing else to say to you people. Your faces bring me pain. Yes. Jane, I don't know who you are, but you're very handy with a gun, and I appreciate that, but it bothers me on a level I really can't comprehend. No. Also, you don't have a belly button, and that disturbs me. Uh, Watts, I don't know why we keep you down there, but you seem very happy, so return. You're not a cat, so I'm just going to... And then he just turns away. <laughs> he walks away. Right, yeah, he's, he's off He's off to uh, relax with the cats. He's putting his own handcuffs on and like putting on the Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> yeah, you go down, yeah, the door opens, and of course you are let down back with your cats. And, uh, okay, we're going to close out. As uh, you are resting, but mm-hmm. being the workaholic you know you are, yep. uh, you are probably hitting the books pretty hard still. Yep, because the books are the only things I can hit right now right, without yeah, crying. You're, you're, yeah. So you're, you're reading everything on uh, Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. that you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, roll, a, uh, roll an intellect. Uh, oh, wow. 13, 16. Okay, that's actually, that's actually extremely hard to hit. Mm. You start reading about Jack the Ripper. Then you're mm. remembering that he starts ta- the, the, the Gabe started talking about how uh, this was a farce. This was a, uh, this was a cliche. This note was filled with cliches. Mm-hmm. Then you start looking into, basically, uh, hold on. Is there the medium book here? Yeah, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's no way. That's empathy. Um, no, 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 I, I, need, I just oh, need that uh, book. You, then you start deciding, book. like, okay, if it's a cliche and this guy clearly can speak, talk the talk, you decide to look into uh, copycats of Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you go through several of them until you find one in particular that strikes you. Someone who would always leave his victims with a cup of... Uh, with a... Uh, Cup of brandy. Okay. Telepathic killer Oliver Hal Holmes was found killing several prostitutes in 1982. His reign was long. They could not find him. He is the reason why trusting a psionic is nearly impossible because of what he did. He would overpower the victims, forcing them to, uh, forcing uh, their loved ones to hold them down as he cut them open. He was eventually tried, found guilty. There were several hundred riots that took place when that happened. Some claim it was over the frustration over the fact that they weren't going to actually execute him. Some claim it was his doing. But by the end of the day, he died in 19... Uh, 2000 and oh, 2004 in a padded room after spending 20 years sedated. Angela, you are sitting in your chair, which when I say sit, it means your elbows are on the seat as you're staring off the window. The window that they left in you in a, a room that's incredibly boring compared to everything that you've seen outside. And as you're looking out the window, you kind of close your eyes as you hear thunder in the distance and it's starting to rain. And your eyes slowly close as you're starting to feel, I think it's called tired. And you know this moment. You just kind of let your head kind of lapse and you kind of lay it down on top of the seat. And suddenly, with another bang from lightning, a uh, thunder, uh, 
you're in that memory again, walking down the street, uh, walking away from that ball, arguing with that man. And he turns around and he's like, it's not fair. You knew. You knew. Horror. And then suddenly it kind of just stops at that instant, goes back, and it says, you knew. You knew. Whole ratio. I loved her. I lo and suddenly he takes a swing at you and punches you right in the face. And you collapse over and you jump up and you attack him as well. And you wake up in a start and you look around and you suddenly feel incredibly uncomfortable in your skin. And that's it. For now, that's it. Da 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 da. Yay! I feel like we should talk about our sponsor now or something, like Petri Wine. I'm sorry, it just felt very like like radio show. Um, and this is where they'd always be like, that was, a, you know, like in uh, Sherlock Holmes, like, uh, wow, Mr. Watson, that sure was a fine story. You know it goes great with a fine story. Fine wine. The people at Petri Wine want me to tell you, like, this is very much what, I, what I'm reminded wow, of. Billy, I sure love that tale. What's the next fable? Never. Aww. Okay, great. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Fanable.com. Or do we want to talk about this campaign? Or... Um, nah, bullshit. Well, yeah, we, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just, well, well, like I said, this is not even close to being canon if Jesus doesn't want it. The idea is, I have a couple. Yeah, of I was going to ask, did you get clearance to use these characters? Because, like, <laughs> no, this is what if Jesus, I said, you no, 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 read no. a Shadowrun game. <laughs> no, 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 this is what Jesus said. Like, run it, run it, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But if I don't, I feel like it goes against the grain. Mm -hmm. Uh, then we'll just not use it. Oh, so it's just like X-Men, like, uh, like alternate universe stuff. It could be. It could, could be. be. If he's okay, like I said, I made sure not to kill. Like, that's what, I would have been horrified if you killed the Order of Reason. Like, having like, no. Oh, that was, that was, <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking honest. Like, this game could get hella complicated. And when the Order of Reason showed up, I got a really bad taste in my mouth for yet another secret society. Full of fucking twerp NPCs that just bother the hell out of me. So I thought to myself, like, okay, Marcus is obligated to put up with these people, more or less. Reginald is not. Reginald is a cop, but he's not only a cop, he's a cop that has rage issues and has the clearance to do whatever it takes to get the job done. So when they showed up, I was like, no, fuck it, he's a brawler. He's going to start a fight right now. I think we had to be doing the... Uh the combat wrong with the unarmed combat. You were knocking everybody out. I, that's that's what I designed him for. I designed him for... I have a, I have a specialty called uh, called Enhanced Knockout, which raises the difficulty from 15 to 18 in order to resist. I have a effective... And then I took another power, which gives me... Uh, which allows me to include my skill level, not my vitality and damage, which brings it from a 2 to a 5. Um, and then I took Spitfire... Which allows you to punch twice in a round. Yeah, it to was, basically, I mean, it, yeah. it made perfect sense to me because it was like the unarmed version of Moira. Yeah. I, Moira's fucking lethal with yeah. her exculpus. Yeah. So it's like I know that you can stack the deck in your favor. Uh, but, but also uh, the reason was, and I thought about this when I made when, after I made Marcus as well, is because think of all of the supernatural creatures that you fight against who don't have to worry about knockout. The only time this comes into play is when they have a pulse. That's true. So like, if you think about like. Like, for instance, animates. The most basic enemy you can go up against don't ever get knocked out. So these powers would not would not help. So yeah, no, we were we were doing it pretty much by pretty much by the book. It's yeah. just that this character is designed to knock people out and 
Yeah, and there's, and there's things, things in here that are, are built in to make it more favorable, like punches. There's no penalty to hit the target's head. So why wouldn't you when you have no penalty and it's a plus five to damage? Yeah, exactly. So Plus with all of your, your special, your stunts that go with it, it's mm-hmm. like it makes sense that you could, bam, take them out. Yeah, this was, this was the product of me playing Marcus for like two years and thinking to myself, like, how would I change this around? Well, actually, I wouldn't give Marcus these powers because we almost never fight people. Mm-hmm. So Marcus is designed to be able to kill animal or supernaturals. This guy was designed to be a like, you know, a pulp character basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to play a crazy cop. Um, yeah, you did it. Yep. Very well. Um, oh, that voice really hurt my throat though. Oh, like yeah. keeping that voice yeah, up. There were a couple like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> have. Um, some real brandy would be fine right about now. Um, <laughs> I hope that... I mean, Daniel, you had enough stuff to do. Oh, Angela, were yeah. you bored with that character? Yeah, Did you enjoy I'm sorry. it? You, you really killed it when it came to, like, the timing of your lines. Yes. Um, <laughs> great. Now I can't hear that word without thinking <laughs> of that character. And that was really hilarious, that, that, that scene between you and the uh, Lady of the Night. Um, learning how to say no. Um, uh, she's going to be, like, a two-year-old now. It's yeah, like, she's got oh, yeah, yeah, now she's got no... No, you took it. I mean, I know I kind of threw this character at you because I wanted, I wanted three weird characters. And I thought a thrope, a thrope, a uh, Mercurio, Mercurio, and a uh, Amarath would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely made her a little bit more simple. Uh, made her very. Uh, you made her more two two year old than I expected, which is fine. It's your choice. Uh, but yeah, I, was, uh, I hope you weren't too bored. No, I mean, it was... I, nope, it was fine. Yeah, I actually don't know what a Mercurio is, so... That's a... Uh, I know what a Mercutio is. A Mercurio is a uh, corpse that was brought back to life via, like, Frankenstein. Oh, cool. Kind of like, you know, what, via science. Most of the time, they're... It's not good to bring the dead back. Like mo- they're not like uh, they're not like animates. As in, if they bite you, you'll turn into like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are. If they, you know, sometimes if the corpse you got wasn't completely dry and clean, uh, but most of the time they're just the worst zombies. But sometimes they kind of remember who they are, but they end up trying to kill themselves. And if you roll a perfect twenty, yeah, they remember who they are. They have the skills. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly depressed. So it's like the it's like the the creature from Frankenstein. Yeah, it's it hates itself. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So they're incredible. Those are incredibly rare, especially since like it's illegal to even attempt to make one. Great. Good to know that's on the team. Right on. That's why he's kept by MI six, which is like. Yeah. But yeah, no one wants to be around him. He doesn't want to be around other people. Generally, I I hate all of you. Yep, and they, 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 they were very smart in keeping my cats. Like that's like one of my apparently one of my characters uh, sort of mental things. Like he's the cat. So you, oh, cats. okay. So, so Mercurio, and then yeah, he's a Mercurial. She's she's a. Uh, I think it's called an amaranth. Amaranth, yeah. Amaranth, which is basically she grew up in a vat. They oh. made her in a vat. Neat. And uh, they can either just they could make an entire child just from scratch, or mm-hmm. they can clone someone. Cool. And then they can be crazy pants. Well, she's not crazy. She's just kind of screwed up. <laughs> she keeps saying, I grew up in a vat. <laughs> How oh. would you feel? Oh, not this. I grew up in a vat. You wouldn't understand shit again, Angela. God damn it. You can't even have smartphones 
I mean, okay. well, if you think about it, I mean, some of you, but why she was seeing other the murders taking place, mm-hmm. like I told you, you that woman that saw her her mm-hmm. twin sister's murder, or yeah, through the eyes of her twin sister. I just assumed she was doing all these murders on the side. I was cool with it. No, no, she was seeing through that ghost's eyes. Neat. All right, that's a lot. So we're basically like kind of like the uh, the alternate X Men. X Men Magneto is attacking Mass Manhattan. I don't I don't remember. All right, we're done here. Thank you for listening to Fandible. We'll probably never post this online. So wait, you were gonna post this? What are you talking about? We're on our A game. That's not your That's not your call. It's my guy. It's my call. It's not your call. Your call. We're gonna post this, and you know, and you know where people are gonna listen to it in the brothel. Byron dies, and Mora dies, and Israel dies, and Marcus dies. You're all dead. You're all dead. St. John's Public House. God damn it. (laughs) I should have fucking remembered that. I remember it was like... Nope, this is funnier. It's like the red light. This is way better. Yeah, this is the red light. (laughs) This is way better. All right. right. Well, this is Billy. Uh, Thank you for listening to Fanable.com. This is a one-shot, maybe a different reality, but who cares? See you guys. Thank you, and good night.